Welcome to Walking Backwards. I'm Brad Gourmet. This week's guest is Steadicam operator Dan Ayers. And Dan has been in the business for a very long time. And I didn't know him, so I got to hear all these stories for the first time, and you'll get to hear him too. He has a lot of really interesting stuff to say, so enjoy. Um, I have to mention my Patreon. My friend Matt Petrosky, when he came on, he was saying, you know, you should promote your Patreon more. It makes sense, and you just kind of mention it, and people don't know what it is. So I'll tell you a little bit about it. Um, It's just a way for people to support something they'd like, show my show, a podcast, or music, or whatever. Um, In my case, uh, I make it free, so you don't have to pay anything to get the podcast. But if you want to support it, you can go on there and just do like a, a, a monthly thing or per episode or whatever. The minimum's like five bucks. It's no big deal. You can put in whatever you want um, and you can stop whenever you want. So it's not a way for me to make a living or anything like that. It, it's just a way for me to pay for my incurred costs because every month I pay, uh, I pay bills to SoundCloud and this and that and whatever. And, you know, there's monthly stuff. Plus I bought all the equipment and, you know, I'm in it for, for, a couple of bucks, you know? Um, so if you want to help me kind of pay for that, that's fine. If not, no problem. I, I'm never going to charge for the show or anything like that. It's, it's just a way to support me if you like the show. So that's it. Patreon.com slash walking backwards. Um, I have to thank Tiffin. I, you know, I've been talking about the, the Volt a lot and uh, with different people. And I wasn't sold on it at first. I really wasn't. But I'm starting to come around more and more. And the more I talk about it and the more people I hear talking about it, the more I'm starting to think about getting one. Anyway, uh, a lot of people think it's really revolutionary. And that's thanks to uh, to Tiffin. So, And they sponsor the podcast. So thank you for that, Tiffin. I do appreciate it. Another sponsor... And one of my first Patreon supporters is Walter Clausen FX. And they've been very supportive of the podcast and of the Steadicam community for many years. And like I always say, they make really good stuff. Uh, I use my iBaird every single day I put the vest on. So thank you very much to them for their good stuff. And thank you very much for their sponsorship. I appreciate it. Uh, Instagram, you can check me out at One Giant Robot. Do that. Or look me up on Facebook. All right. Enough with the self-promotion. Let's get to Dan Ayers. Enjoy. Big screen TV. They put their games in, and then they, oh, we can't watch. I was like, don't touch the cable. <laughs> so I marked them all. I P-touched them all so they can. Oh, you did? I can put them back. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, man. Why Why you have two HDMI inputs? Well, yeah, there's only two into my TV. And, of course, I don't know how many gaming consoles I have now. They're buying their own. Okay. And then the DVD, because every once in a while, one of my kids will watch a DVD. And sure. Then Apple TV and then DirecTV. <laughs> right. So I have to have a splitter and then yeah. they mess with it. Yeah, because they want to plug their PlayStation in or whatever. Or, or their friend brings over a PS3 or whatever it is with a new game. And it's like, how right. many stations do we need? How many How many kids do you have? I have two boys. Oh, Okay. No, no wonder with the gaming. Mm-hmm. Although, although supposedly there's just as many girls gaming as guys. Yep, their friends, their girlfriends come over and they play and stuff, so they like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do they play? Do you know? No, you I have no idea. Attention? They got weird. They, and, and you know what's funny is they'll play some, you know, the real new crazy killing game, and then the next thing you know, they're playing some weird Mario Kart or 
Smash Brothers or I don't even it's a real low res right. fun game that they like playing. It's right, 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 right. Like, oh, okay, guys. Good. Well, a good game's a good game. Did, yeah. Did you like play them. games when you were kids? No, that was really. They didn't have games when I was. A kid. Oh come on now. <laughs> they had like uh, Atari. Maybe it came yeah. Out. I didn't have any of that. Stuff. How old are you? I'm fifty seven. Are you really? Mm-hmm. Jeez, you don't look that old. Uh, you know, that's plastic that's surgery old, in Hollywood here. And oh, like, yeah, I can see the, bo- the <laughs> yeah. Botox marks, yeah, right? Yeah, little <laughs> stitches in the back. <laughs> Behind your ears? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just I gray my hair just to look more mature. Oh, good thinking. <laughs> good thinking. <laughs> no, you've got that salt and pepper thing going. Oh, yeah. I'm getting there myself. Yeah. Um, somebody... Actually, I, I told you I was recently in Vegas, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> I met up with a friend of mine, and we were playing a little blackjack, and um, when we sat down, he's he's about a year, year and a half older than I am, mm-hmm. and, um, uh, and I'm 44, mm-hmm. so we sat down at the blackjack table, and she asked him for his ID, and I started laughing, mm-hmm. and... Uh, and he and he gave it to her and everything, but then she goes, "Oh, I only ID'd him because you have gray hair to me, because <laughs> she saw gray in my hair." Yeah, I'm like, funny. "Okay." Uh, anyway, yeah. um, my son just turned 21, my oldest, and uh, oh, really? So we went out to dinner, and I told him, I said, "They won't card you. Your first time, you can officially right. order a beer." And he ordered a beer. They didn't card him. Right. <laughs> now he has a little beard, but come on, he yeah. doesn't look anywhere near. That's funny. Maybe he looks 21. I don't know. But I just said, that's the way it works. Now you, you won't get carded and you want him to. <laughs> right. Now that you can prove it. Now that you can. Yeah, right. look at Well, I'm sure he never, ever had a beer before that. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, 21. And how old's, how old's the other one? 18. Just turned 18. Jeez. I don't know how we worked that one out. Wow. A friend of mine was working on a show and called me and coming home and he's like oh yeah i I got out early and celebrate my son's 21st birthday and i'm like oh my god that that's tough wait a minute mine's gonna be in six months oh geez (laughs) it didn't even didn't even hit me right um are they um uh college or are they going in the business or one's in college you know they're both very creative and one's my oldest is a uh, composer Wants oh, to be wow. a composer, and he just finished uh, community <laughs> college and just got accepted to Cal State Northridge composition program, which wow. you have to audition and submit stuff, and it's kind of a little ordeal. And Crazy. Got that, and then he just won a composition scholarship at uh, for the Southern California Percussion Association. Really? And he just won that last Saturday, so that was kind of exciting for him. Wow, so, good for him. Percussion, yeah. what, is he a drummer or something? He's or? a drummer. He started out as a piano player, and then he... Um, started <laughs> it's my fault no it's my wife's fault uh she got my i always wanted to learn i kind of tried to teach myself guitar in my 30s and uh i always wanted to do drums because you go in and really you can if somebody sits on the drum you know if they can play or not yeah, they know yeah, what they're yeah. Doing. it's just that's one of those my son being a piano player could go in and play any musical instrument you know, like at uh, Guitar Center, except drums. You can't really? sit down and, you know, you can do a beat, but oh, you can't he play drums. figure something out a little bit. if you learn all the piano, you kind of can know It's all everything. connected a little bit. He plays bit. guitar, drives me nuts. It's like he's never had a lesson, just plays. Wow. He can sit and play. Good for like, him. Screw you. I played for those lessons on the piano. Right. No, I knew it. But <laughs> very talented. You know, he plays jazz trumpet now and cool. taught him, you know. And um, so anyway, um, my wife got us drum lessons at Pulse uh, Percussion in uh, 
um, Ventura. Really Wait, just cool him place. or you too? Both of us. We split oh, an hour cool. session, and so I learned how to do it and learned the same bass and stuff. Well, yeah. he's, you know, practicing and a kid and all that stuff. I'm working, and then I'd go back, and the guy would be like, you know, you got to start practicing. It's like, screw you, I'm paying for these. <laughs> My son's playing. Well, if you paid for 13 uh, lessons up front, you get a drum set. Really? Yeah. And, uh, you know, and it was, I'm sure it's cheap, but it doesn't matter. And we had a, yeah, our old house had a third car garage, so we put the drum set up. And, of course, he starts playing and being a piano player. And next thing you know, he's, he's <laughs> a drummer. The drummer. He's, he loves jazz class. And when he took a high school, jazz class was one of the best things he did because then he learned to touch and comes to me and goes, Do you know who uh, Buddy Rich is? Right. And he gets all excited. And my iTunes bills, I'd be like, Oh, what is this going to be? Frank Sinatra, what? <laughs> and so was, that was kind of cool. That is cool. musical taste. So he does that. And my other one wants to be an animator. He's a very, very talented artist. And wow. So Wow, you got good kids. Yeah. How'd that happen? I, my wife. <laughs> my wife stayed at home and raised them, and she's an art, artist, and they took maybe that much of a gene, art gene that I have. And, <laughs> So, she's is she a working artist or she's she's an artist? She's just an artist on yeah. her side and stuff, and she has a, di- a theater degree. And oh, cool! Okay, so oh, young, so very artsy does, family. Yeah, my youngest does theater. He just finished his senior theater project this weekend, or theater project. Their um, cool play. They, what did they do? Um, I just saw it three times this week. Oh, <laughs> I forget what the name of it is. It's it pretty good though. It was the the one before? It's a prequel to. Um, hook. Wow, were the Lost Boys or something like that? Were the with Tinkerbell? Yeah, they they introduced Tinkerbell and they introduced all the characters and stuff. I forgot what was the name of it. Peter Pan. It was Peter Pan, but it's before when he became prequel to that. I forget. I've I've never heard of it. I just saw it three or four times. (laughs) Yeah, was it good? It was really good. They did a good job. Oh, good. It was fun and everything. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. Excuse me. So he's still in high school. Yeah, he senior. finishes up in a month or so. He'll be very wow. glad. Cool. Yeah, he's an artist. He doesn't want to be in high school. <laughs> yeah. Well, does he want to go to college? Yeah, he's gonna. Oh, go. okay. He wants to go to art, get art classes, and he Send knows that if he goes to, he wants to go to. We're gonna. He's gonna go to uh, Ventura College. He's already been accepted and, and get his basics out of the way, and then oh, good. go to an art school that he can just focus on art, which is perfect for him. No, that's great because yeah. I mean, number one, it saves money for whoever's paying whether it's you or him it saves mm-hmm. a lot of money and then and he can do his art on the side anyway it doesn't always do his art yeah yeah i mean it's a, you don't need to go to college to to do science 101 and math 101 you know what i mean no. like you really i mean okay it is college but you don't need to go to a four-year school and pay all that money to do basic classes i tell people and in and then in california they have and i'll show you this right here but in california they have one of the best community college systems or i'm from michigan originally and um they um you would you know it's kind of a uh, community community college was sort of a trade school more and right um so this is his first the his high school teacher because he's advanced took him to a figure drawing class and that was his first figure drawing attempt and i'm like i figured he'd have to go and wow. learn something i'm like and he goes, well, the hands and the hair is really tough. The hair is so good. That's what I zoomed. I zoomed in a little. Yeah. No, wow, impressive. And that's just he has an. He can see that stuff, and so he's very. You know, talented. I could. I was one. I'm, I was one of those people who couldn't draw like a box, a mm-hmm. cube, because mm-hmm. I me. couldn't that's figure me. out how to. That's yeah, me. yeah, yeah. And he's drawing like 
intricate yeah. details of him. And, and that's I, his first try. Yeah, that's his first try oh at the God. class and the, the, the crap. <laughs> Uh, let's see if I pull it. I up. like art a lot. Oh yeah, I love art, and I, uh, uh, it's great having artists in your family. <laughs> yeah, because my, my wife does all sorts of things, and in fact, the house we bought we downsized because the kids are leaving. Oh yeah, and we um, where's this? So you know, he used to draw stuff like that, which is his own character. Oh, that's really, really cool. Yeah. So I thought, oh, he's going to go there and have to really learn something, right? Right. <laughs> No. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, I'm sure there's plenty to learn. Oh, yeah. But, like, from the, the difference between me and him or you and him is mm-hmm. that, like, we're blown away. And he's like, no, 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 this needs to be yeah. Like, he the knows. The hands were really hard. That's what he told me. Right. You know, just him drawing a naked woman, I thought, you know, that might be an issue enough for a teenager. But, no, 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 the hands were really tough. And <laughs> we we were telling him for years because for a while he went through a phase where he'd look at um, classic art. Uh-huh. naked statues and stuff and be like oh and it's like dude oh it'd freak know, him and, out and if you do that you know it's like when we shoot somebody naked it's like oh we're busy worrying about so many other things and they have clothes on or not it doesn't right kind of don't notice you that's know? true yeah and so i told him that and he went and he's going oh yeah you were right he, yeah, yeah focusing yeah. on the hair and the hand well when you're that age too i you know. know and it's i'm like okay go for it like a you boob know? is a boob but yeah he's <laughs> you know as you can see he's got an eye and cool can put it on paper and stuff so you know i had a i had a cousin um i had a i should yeah um my little cousin who was same way super talented very early um he went a little different direction but he's getting back into it now Hmm. and as a tattoo artist oh wow so um and i've seen some of his stuff uh and it's pretty pretty great, but he could just draw. Mm-hmm. When he, I think, when he was like eleven or ten or eleven, he just started drawing stuff. And his parents, I think, a lot of it was really dark. Did your son ever go through a dark <laughs> oh, yeah. period? Yeah, and he had a lot of really dark stuff, and they would they were discouraging him. Mm. <clears throat> oh, say yeah. And then um, when he and he kept drawing, but then he got into high school, and I think. His sophomore year, I can't remember the exact date. I think his sophomore year, he, his art teacher took like 20 pieces of his mm-hmm. and sent them to RISD mm. as like a, as a audition ish. And they apparently, I don't know if they came or, you know, it's stories you hear from 15 years ago or whatever, but, um, RISD told them if you, if you do everything the same way and graduate, you have a full scholarship here. Hmm. And he didn't end up going there, but mm-hmm. um, but but they can that's see how it. Early. Is, that's yeah. how early. But yeah. he, that reminds me of him. Mm-hmm. That, you know, just being able to do certain things that yeah. <clears throat> just their their brain works with their hand. But when he was a little kid, he'd be in the back car seat and go, oh, "Hey, look at those clouds! It look like a dragon in the Oh wow, you're right. And, right, um, right, right. He, he would just notice. He could see. He just sees things in a different tone oh cool and um one of the earliest signs is that he was in preschool i'll never forget this and he did two finger paintings and they're just circles purple circles whatever uh-huh. and my wife's putting them up on the you know on the refrigerator like she did our oldest son and he's like no mom it doesn't go that way it goes this way and he had a certain way it had to go right and then he's like it's a volcano and you kind of look at it and go oh my god you're right <laughs> really he'd have to tell you and you'd see it and wow. My, and my father-in-law worked in preschool. In, in preschool. And wow. my father-in-law in, in um, advertising, he was in advertising. He had color, vice president of an ad agency in Denver. Yeah. And he, uh, I was laughing one day because he, he, my son thinks like an artist. And he's got 
you know, certain other things like time and space are unimportant to him, you know? Right. It's kind of frustrating. Anybody has an art. Well, that's the thing. Like you're an artist as a Steadicam operator, Mm -hmm. but he probably wouldn't be good at it. If you say his issues with time and space. (laughs) Yeah. He, he, you know, it's like, no, no, no. But he can do that stuff and you can see that. And he told my father-in-law because he was like, oh man, he, the way he is, I said, he's an art director. My father-in-law went, oh my God, you're right. Yeah. It's just like an art director, you know? Well, no, it shouldn't be that. It should be this. And this is how it should go. It's pretty funny. So... Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So. You can already see his career ahead of him. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> he's driving people nuts. But he, he has a vision and, you know, he can, uh, does really well. Well, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you say driving everybody nuts, but what, great artists often do drive people crazy, mm-hmm. you know? Or um, go crazy themselves. That's true. But that's no, true. he'll be okay. He just has to, have to get it so that he, you know, yeah. can live in the real world, but. Yeah, you know, he's very talented. So that's cool. It's fun to watch him. It's fun. Be fun. It's fun to see where he's going to end up. Yeah, what he's going to do. Good for you. So, so twenty one. So that means they were born in like ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety eight, and two thousand one. Wow. Oh, right before nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my my oldest son's first day of preschool was going to be on nine eleven. Really? And then somebody called me and said, uh, "Are you guys going?" Why we you know we didn't have TV or radio going. I mean, when mm-hmm. turned the TV on, I went, oh, <laughs> yeah, probably not today. Not today. Yeah, I was um, I was working on a Spanish language rooms to go commercial hmm. for the Puerto Rican market. <laughs> That's where I was. Yeah, and nine twelve. But on the twelfth, they said, please everybody, because it was all scheduled. They said, please come to work. We're we're gonna bring. We're gonna bring a TV, big TV in, and we'll have it on all day. Oh, okay. So it was a really easy commercial. It was a lot of like two people sitting on couches talking, mm-hmm. and um, and in those small markets, everybody knows each other. So we're all friends, you know. And mm-hmm. it's like you're sharing sure. this awful experience with sure. friends, and everybody went to work. Um, and that was the last day I worked for months after that. Yeah, because and it's funny the the winter in Florida is very busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, for at everybody, the time, everybody going down there, for yeah. commercials, yeah. Well, because it's the weather's great, sure. So when they want to shoot that beach spot that's going to come out in spring, mm-hmm. they come in January or just you know what I mean. Well, and, I worked in the business in Michigan, and we'd go down. Oh, there did all you the really? Yeah. I was going to ask you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. what part of Michigan are you from? Uh, West Michigan, Grand Rapids area. Okay, so I don't know Michigan too well, oh, okay. but well, this is Michigan, and it's right. Here. <laughs> I got <gotcha. laughs> Ask anybody from Michigan; they'll hold up their hand and go right there. I know the UP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, Detroit. <laughs> yeah. And Ann Arbor. That's mm-hmm. a, Those are the things that I know of. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know much. Yeah. <laughs> um, where'd you start in the business? In Detroit or? No, in uh, Grand Rapids. Really? Yeah. They A lot of industrial films. I was very fortunate. Um, I was still in college. And um, what I would do is I was really lucky as a freshman I was in the business or uh, took media classes and then, but I played, went there to play football and then I needed one credit because the, my freshman year is when you had to really put down, they used to be able to just, you know, like Forrest Gump. I took a lot of, I played a lot of football in four years of college. Right. Yeah. You used to be able to just take whatever, as long as sure. you're getting grades and go through. Well, in, I was the first year the NCAA would make us, we'd have to have progress reports mm. and take classes going toward a major. Mm-hmm. And so I was a credit short. And so I talked to my 
professor, my advisor, and got an internship. And it just lucked out as this little tiny TV station down in Battle Creek had three mm. people in the whole production department. In Battle Creek? In Battle Creek, Michigan. That's funny. I, you know, I, I worked on a show called Battle Creek. Oh, yeah. Right. That's <laughs> right. Anyway, go on. <laughs> and uh, they, um, the production manager was was had went to Michigan Tech, which is a very very good engineering school. Okay, but he's one of those that just yeah didn't want to do it. But he's super smart, just didn't want to do the book work or didn't like it up there. Right, and he uh, so then of course he, that was in the '60s. So when he dropped out of school, he got drafted. Oh right, but he tested through the <laughs> Army's um, engineering program. So then he was running the remote trucks and got to learn all this about TV and stuff. So mm. he believed in doing. And so my first day as an intern at this little station, he hands down a 60-second TV commercial and said, make that, write that into a 30-second, um, no, or it was a 60-second radio commercial, write that in a 30-second TV commercial. You know, and I'm just out of freshman now to college. I'm just like, okay. And wow. Did it, and he helped me and figured it out, and cool. the commercial aired. And, and so by the end of the summer, I'm directing, you know, Good Morning America uh, lead-ins. You know, they would... Really? Bump back to the studio and learn to edit on quad machines. <laughs> Big giant two inch tape. Oh, the two inch. You couldn't yeah. watch it. You just have to you'd have to run it live and go, Oh, that's not right and then go back a frame or whatever and Right. It was you know, doing things like that, shooting and editing and Wait, so we had Quad machines were probably what they were getting what year were you at a TV station? Ninety six. Oh yeah, this is this is eighty two. Okay. In fact, this was the funny part is that they had they had just gone to videotape news gathering. They right. still had they still had sixteen millimeter film in the fridge. Right. And uh was it a Canon Scoopic? I think a Canon Scoopic. And so John Garrett, the production manager, says, Oh yeah, you can have that if you just gotta go develop it. So I went to the World Hot Air Balloon Championship and got a press pass and got to go in the balloon and shoot and shot film shot film and found Did a place shoot to color or black it was color it was yeah. reversal yeah yeah okay you know what they would shoot but it was like yeah. great so i went back to college and i was way ahead of everybody and you know it might i was the same way did you i i i did what they call clep i think it was called clep clepping out you would get you would essentially take all the you would go to the head of the department and say this is my experience mm -hmm. videography 101 and 102 are not right or 201 whatever it is mm -hmm. i don't i don't need to take them so you would take the classes or i mean i take the tests sitting there oh, with okay. them and then if you if you pass them you you just get the grade in the class my film you school wasn't didn't wasn't that structure <laughs> it was kind of a hippie school well i wasn't in film school but oh, yeah, yeah it was for videography you know and yeah but i was working at a CBS affiliate. Yeah. So I had to tell him, I'm like, no, 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 that's right. And he's like, let me just look it up. And I'm like, no, that's correct. Like, he'd look at, oh, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. I got 100 on everything. And they were like, okay. Okay, we're tired of you. Let's move on. Move on to three, whatever. Right, right, yeah. right. No, we you learn so much so fast sure. while you're doing it. Sure. Well, we had a PBS station. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I got in there and started working on that stuff and shooting and editing good, no, was it West Michigan Weekly and... Okay. Things like that. So that was good. But there's a certain point where I got bored with that. So then I got an internship at a production company because I wanted to do single camera film stuff. And, right. And the DP for that company also was being hired as a DP to shoot 
Meyer commercials. I don't know if you've ever heard of Meyer, but Mm-mm. giant grocery store. They're kind of like the precursor to Walmart. Okay. Their their slogan was one stop shopping. Gotcha. So you could get farm implements and you could get groceries and everything, every anything you wanted, underwear right. or whatever. And uh, it was a big, big, giant account. And I show up the first night. We had to shoot all night because it's the only time you get in the stores. Sure. And so it's like we have a crane and Panavision, and you know, and I'm in college going, "Whoa, this is so cool!" So uh, and what were you doing? I was just cripticians, right? And most of the guys that they had hired were from the local stations who were didn't want any. You know, they would just they want just to sit there the and money. smoke cigarettes and right. drink coffee. And so <clears throat> I'm running around hanging lights because I knew how to do all that stuff. And so yeah. then the DP goes, "Well, why don't you?" Let's start hiring you. So and you were interning. I was interning. Right. And he said, well, if you want to come out, we're going to shoot this commercial. So eventually moved up to, I would load the bags for him because we only have one assistant. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you'd have to do everything. And so I would load the bags and kind of get into that. And eventually I started getting hired as the assistant. So the first job I did was a Panastar. And at lunch, I'd be loading mags like crazy. Yeah. You know, it was it. One man band. So. Yeah. Cool. That was very good. I get to do a lot. What was that? Nine, so nine P, right? Well, in a Panavision mag. Comes out here, goes up that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember that people yeah. eat nine P. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I just did it that A nine way. and then a P. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> um, no, because I know. Um, I, with commercials, you'd always have, always have so many different cameras that the, mm-hmm. the loaders and the seconds who loaded a lot, they always had to remember it because maybe one day they'd be on a Panavision show and the next day an Aerie show or oh, whatever. Okay. And, um, <clears throat> no, I remember uh, this this camera assistant. Uh, I think it was Aerie Mags. I, I wasn't there, but he screwed up and mm-hmm. he he loaded an emulsion out all the mags in the morning. <sighs> And at lunch, he realized. <laughs> so they shot all this stuff, and yeah, they fired him right then. Oh, geez. <clears throat> I forget what spot it was. It, it wasn't anything giant because he was firsting and loading mags. Right, so it was right. some small thing, but you know, they had. They, ex- it was uh, a big deal. Yeah, they had a lot of money mm-hmm. spent on this stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, to not get anything. So it always terrible. cracks me up the loader on a. On our shows, or the least paid person, but in the film days, oh. they were the ones that could make the biggest mistakes that quick. Whole day of shooting's gone. Oh, oh I flashed yep. a mag. You know? Yep, yep. <clears throat> or, or do you remember that movie, um, Hijacking Hollywood? I don't think I've seen that. I one. think that's what it's called. It was. Um, was it the kid from E.T.? Oh, Henry Thomas. Yeah, Henry Thomas. I did a movie with him. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. He was in Suicide King, so. <clears throat> oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he plays a PA who just moves to town. There are all these inside jokes too, like, mm-hmm. and it was pre everybody having a cell phone, so it was like getting paged by the coordinator oh, yeah. constantly and like having to stop at pay phones and mm-hmm. and running film. And there was it, the idea of the movie was it was shooting some movie shooting in who knows where, and they were shipping film back, and he was picking it up from the airport, taking it to the lab. Um, so he started hijacking the film, realizing they just yesterday was a million dollar day on that movie, and I have all the footage. If I keep the footage, you know. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Long story short, it, oh, it's been out a long time. But spoiler alert: he 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 gets everything he wants. 
yeah. it works it all works well, it for worked. him he oh, doesn't go funny. to jail he ends up directing like. <laughs> he ends up directing now he's the head of a studio right, exactly right <laughs> yeah funny. it's like the bigger the the the, the worse crimes you commit yeah. the, the faster you move up well in the this week in tech did you hear that the guy some guy in eastern european country build google i think he billed google just kept sending him bills and they would pay it and ended up seventy three million dollars. I think he got from them. And mm-hmm. finally, somebody busted him. And and but for two years he was sending bills, and they were just like, "Oh, okay, and then I guess we owe it." And it's right. It was just done a few weeks ago. Wow. Yeah, seventy. But you know, I could see. Did he get arrested? Yeah, he's arrested for uh, fraud. Fraud. Yeah. I'm sure fraud. But right? it's yeah. yeah. But it's just funny. It was like, you know. A few thousand dollars, I can see they wouldn't, eh, whatever. Right. $73 million. She must have been but sending he, like million dollar bills. I to guess. Them. I, or, that's a lot of work. Although, you know what? <laughs> you know what? The funny part is, um, they're probably more more likely to pay a million dollar bill than mm-hmm. a than a thousand dollar bill. Probably. You know, because uh, uh, it just doesn't. It seems way more suspicious. Who can authorize this thousand dollar bill? Uh, but the million dollar bill oh, must have been. It's like it must be a thing because must have been one of the guys, right? Exactly. One of the VPs. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Like in like in poker, they always like guys will loan each other. Like I've loaned, I've loaned somebody two thousand dollars before, and um, and got the money back very quickly. And I've I loaned somebody two hundred dollars. Um, 12 and a half years ago (laughs) and i used to see him all the time and uh never paid me Hmm. never paid me but you you know yeah yeah two hundred dollars was a very low price to pay to get rid of that scumbag yeah to never have to to talk to him again yeah but no uh, people always say like you're more likely sure you know it's like the big it's um, the big lie that lie bigger the bigger the lie the right Oh, it must be true. No one's going to say that. Right. Yeah, right. It's true. It's weird like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's kind of smart of him, but I mean, I don't know. Where do you stop? Well, uh, yeah, you'd think if, at some point if he would have stopped and. Could have stopped at 50 some, million, 20 million, 10 probably million? Probably could have stopped at 10 and lived a happy life right. somewhere and no one find him and just be like. You know. Right. Although, was he part of a syndicate or something? You know, I. It could have been. Yeah. I mean, it's an individual, but who knows? It's. Got his buddies on. Hey, watch this. Yeah. Hey, let's do it. Try it again. Put right. more. Put it more. Yeah, go try it. Well, what what co- <laughs> what company? I, mean, I don't. Uh, what country? I don't remember. It was. Mm. I'm not sure. It wasn't. You know, I don't know the changes of the countries. It wasn't Czechoslovakia, but because are they even? No. Not around, but it's one of the Eastern European. Czech Country. Republic, Slovakia, yeah. Slovenia, mm. Slovenia, or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, there was a um, look it up. Mm. There was there was a there were some thieves going around at NAB. As I told you, I was just there. Right. And um, they caught one at Tiffin stealing a camera. Um, he actually got away with it. Luck. Oh well, he didn't get away with it, but luckily he did it while Garrett was speaking. Mm. So a lot of people are looking that mm-hmm. way, and mm-hmm. he kind of snuck in and. Um, who was it? Shoot. Which one of the guys? One of the demo operators spotted him, and he used to be in the military. I think oh. military police or something. Right. Something like that. And he spotted him he and followed him and up. grabbed him and said, I saw you take it. We're going to security. And the guy went with him. And they found a Teradek. 
they found all this stuff and he couldn't even explain what any of it was. Mm. He was just stealing little things. Wow. And apparently he's part of some crime syndicate. He's like a Lithuanian national and he's connected to these Russian mob guys. So apparently, I'm guessing, they have all these dudes running around in AB just saying, be on the lookout, see what you can grab when nobody's looking. Like little small things. Because mm. they know little small things can be worth two grand, mm-hmm. three grand, mm-hmm. you know? He stole like a 5D with a lens on it. That's what he got from. Wow! So it's not even that small. They they must well, know it's. They must know it's lucrative. It's worth it. Yeah, they right? just steal everything they can. I mean, if they get twenty bucks for it, it's. And they probably say, "Yeah, I can give you a few hundred bucks." So they're like, "Okay." Right. Right. I don't know what they, what they get popped for, but. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it makes sense with in the chaos and everything. I can see that. Yeah, but he had a bunch of stuff in his bag, wow. and so they were probably doing it all week. Wow. Um, but. And they, they get a warrant to go check his hotel room? I'm sure there was all that <laughs> stuff. I don't know. I mean, he he has charges being pressed against yeah. him. So they, I'm sure they did all that. Hmm. I'm guessing. But, excuse me. You mentioned um, CSI New York mm-hmm. before. Um, did you do the stuff that was shot here? Uh, it, was, it was all shot here? Mm-hmm. Or was it, it was all shot here, yeah. Oh, it was not in New they York They would go to New York once a year and shoot a bunch of scenes and then... That's why if you ever watch it and notice iconic scenes in front of New York locations, they would right. always shoot it in front of something that you would It'd never just recognize. be on the street. It'd be like oh, in front of the see, Empire yeah. State Building. We shot most of the street stuff downtown. Right. You know, and it's just funny how everybody's like, oh, yeah, you had to be there in New York. Nope. We did it all right here. Yeah. CBS Radford. <laughs> Which is funny because New York stands in for for anywhere now because of the tax incentives. Mm-hmm. but. Um, but I did a show in Chicago that was supposed to be New York. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Well, you can get away with that too. Then you know, talk. basically, our now part of it was a couple of people from New York said that's not right, but you couldn't shoot beige, beige or light color buildings. They didn't want to see. And uh, why? They just said that there was not a New York thing. It's an LA thing. And then mm-hmm. they would also it always had to have filled the sky. When we'd shoot, like downtown, you couldn't, like... Oh, yeah, you don't want to look over, Bill. Right, 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 right. And even, you know, John Newby was the DP, one of the DPs last season, and he was like, no, I lived in New York for 10 years, and it was... (laughs) There's places you can see over, but... Of course. But, no, that was our our rule. It worked. Everybody thinks we shot New York, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, just having a couple of things in there, Mm -hmm. just like ER was Chicago, and they would shoot, like, twice a year in Chicago. Right. Um, show same thing. Mm-hmm. If they'd wait for it to snow or they do whatever, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But match. That's cool. How many seasons did you do? One. I that? did three, and I did, and before that, I did a season of double ups. Oh, okay. Season or half season? I don't remember. Yeah. All right. So, um, was it three and a half? And that know. was like twenty-two episodes a year, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They'd cut down, I think, to eighteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why? Which seasons did you do? Like I did the last three. How many were there? Nine. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> Nine seasons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I've worked on a couple of those shows, Criminal Minds, mm-hmm. and the original CSI mm-hmm. that ran for so long. And uh, some of those people were there the whole yeah. time. I, I did the finale for the CSI. Is the the original? Oh, you the did the two hour movie. That they did instead of doing, they were going to do thirteen episodes, and then they decided no, and then they were. They is just that did what a immortality movie. is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, yeah, a couple of those guys were there. I think Bobby Fisher was there the whole time. 
the key grip. I think wow. he started his dolly grip and was there. A couple of people, yeah. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Time. <clears throat> they were they, they had a really nice, every time I was there, which wasn't that much, but mm-hmm. I really enjoyed everyone there. Yeah, the cast was great. They were all fantastic. It was fun. Fun group. Well, let's see. I went in. When did I? When was I going in? <laughs> what year? The 16. <laughs> well, there was definitely Ted Danson. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's fabulous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was, what, last two seasons or something? It's, yeah. I don't know. I did That's my wife. She yeah. watched that show. I didn't. He's she, great. She'd just, just tell nice... me when there were good shots. Hey, come here. Look at this. But, yeah. Right. Yeah. He uh, he did a, we did a crossover episode. Oh, so really? He okay. came over to CSI New York with us for an episode, and it was fun. He oh, was, cool. We were doing a thing in New York Street there, and at uh, CBS Radford and he had to come up and I just went over and introduced myself and said, Ted, can you, you just hit that mark here? You know, just, it was sort of, you know, we couldn't shoot off anywhere. And he goes, that's why I got into this business to hit my mark and say my lines. (laughs) He was great. (laughs) Yeah. Gary Sinise had a big chase scene at the end and tackle a guy and, Ted's like, yeah, they don't even give me a gun on my show because <laughs> I just stand around and watch yeah. what happens. <laughs> Look at computer monitors. He was, and... Yeah, he just was like, because he was just standing there, and he was just like, yeah, this is what I do best. I look look, right. look like I'm uh, watching it. And, but, yeah, he goes, they don't even give me a gun. <laughs> That's funny. Well, we did a bunch of, like, um, rushing around steady cam you know mm. in in but it was all on stages you know right, but right. no and no guns or anything it was like let's go look at the monitor let's go mm-hmm. over here or whatever it was i forget mm-hmm. but um yeah uh but he was again great like you said yeah, but that seems like one of the longer running by looking at your imdb mm-hmm. is, is it pretty up to date yeah yeah that was a oh with john part yeah, yeah. with john i was gonna like I said, it was like, that's what they look at. I had a DP say, hey, is your IMDb up to date? And I said, uh, and that's what the producers were looking at. They don't right. want me to send a resume, and they want to look at my IMDb. So that's so why I was like listening. You go, John, you got to get it updated. Well, it's so much better than a resume in a lot of ways mm-hmm. because, um, well, one, it's really easy to scroll to and mm-hmm. look through. But also you can click, go, what the hell was that? Mm-hmm. And you click on it and you go, oh, that's the show that so-and-so. And who shot that? Oh, so-and-so shot that. And mm-hmm. who were the, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so with a resume, it doesn't say any of that. Mm-hmm. It's like if I put, I don't know, Dark Skies, a movie I did on my resume, they're like, I, what is that? Mm-hmm. And they don't know. And they can click it and again. Right. But they click on it. If they see it, they click on it and they go, oh, David Boyd shot it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Carrie Russell. Okay. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They go, oh, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. They get an idea of what sure. kinds of projects you're doing as sure. opposed to just names mm-hmm. i mean if you did well you have avatar mm-hmm. so if if they have avatar mm-hmm. on okay we got it but yeah other, you know a lot but of other ones well even that uh, the csi new york or the csi infinity or whatever it's called immortality immortality i yeah. mean they i don't know when they changed that name but you know they could be like what is that was that a one season thing because i also did right i was going to ask you about it yeah. a couple days on what was the uh, the csi cyber Oh, yeah. The group from CSI New York went over and did CSI Cyber. Did the whole crew go over and do that? Pretty much. Really? At least the first season. Okay. So. um, That's not still going, is it? No, that went, I think, two seasons? Yeah. I don't remember. Um, But uh, they even did it on the same stage as CSI New York. Did they really? Yeah. So. May as well, I guess. Yeah, and they just changed some stuff. But. uh, That that was it. Was that at Radford? Uh Uh-huh. Really? Hmm. I didn't know. 
thought that was mostly like half hours over there. Yeah, they a little bit of everything. Yeah, pretty much half hours, I think. I'm trying to think. Well, they were doing is it SEAL Team right down because I did some um, American Housewife okay. down at stage twenty four. That was and at Radford too. At Radford, oh. this past couple of years, and uh, they um, SEAL Team, and then what was in before that? Uh, I don't know if it's one of the NCIs or whatever, but it's the international one. Gary Sinise went there to to do it. He was one of the actors in it, but they were in this. They're in the same stage, the one on the end, because there's a giant cargo C six cargo plane built there. But oh, really? They did that there, so I know huh. they do some. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Seal teams there though, huh? Yeah, because I've is, seen is it Seal Team. I don't think so, because I've seen their stage at U- whenever no Universal. I'm ninety yeah. percent. What's the other? There's like three. <laughs> But maybe it's just an advertisement. That's what I started thinking. Well, they were, and maybe they're renting one of the stages because it has a big cargo ship. But is it SEAL Team? They have a, you know, the C6. Is it yeah, C6 yeah. with the. Oh, I don't know. The big giant transport plane where they throw tanks out of. and I don't know which one that is. I know one, what you're talking about. They though. had one for the show before that, and now it's, it's still there. And so maybe they just use that. Is it like a real plane? Well, it's just the back half of oh, the back, oh, okay. full size, you know, scale size. It's huge, right? Well, God, I'm trying to think. As a SEAL team, it's not FBI. I know that. What's that's the other, New York. What's the other show? That I don't know. My my cat wants to know. <laughs> She's isn't that feeding you? You poor kitty. <laughs> yeah. My cat does. She's she stretched out, meowing at us. I'm very stressed. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yeah, that's her. Um, well, anyway, I don't know. I don't know what show. I thought it was, I thought it was SEAL Team, but maybe, you know. maybe it is. But maybe they just rent that the plane. Yeah. Well, there's one of those on Agents of Shield at Culver. Mm-hmm. Oh um, wow! Because when we did the when we did the pilot, they they were gonna put it at Universal, and the show I think would have been at Universal if that had been the case, but something went wrong because the because the hydraulic. Mm-hmm. The, the gate or whatever you want to call it had to work mm-hmm. and had to be able to lift cars on it. Oh, okay. Like cars had to be able to drive up right. on it. So, which is pretty cool, but that, that means you need to like, they had to, so at Culver, they went through the wood floor bottom mm-hmm. to like, they gashed giant, you know, they cut big holes and then bolted things to the ground. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a big mm-hmm. install. Sure. That, that only happened the day before we shot there, like oh. because it got screwed up at Universal. Uh-huh. For some reason, they couldn't do it. I don't right. know what. Oh, I don't know the details. Them. But last minute, they were like, "Oh shit!" and they found a stage of Culver, Culver and did it there. Oh wow! It was good for Culver because now they have mm-hmm. the stages good there. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> those things are. Pretty cool. Yeah, that was. I mean, full size. I'm just walking through because I could cut through the stage, just be like, man, oh man. I remember the first year, like three years ago, whatever show they were shooting there, and uh, I think it was Criminal Minds International. Is that right? I don't know. Anyway, maybe. But I'd just be like, you know, something that big. Yeah, it's huge. Some set that just like, and it's still there. Yeah, cool. It's probably a pain in the ass to take out. It's probably cheaper you had to leave it and leave See it if somebody we wants need the it. stage. Right. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I remember that 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 hydraulic. I mean, it would be down so you could drive up onto it. Mm-hmm. They would drive cars on and then lift it, 
and leave them parked on it. Hmm. It was pretty awesome. And I'm sure they're not cars, just they're Hummers and stuff, right? Is it was it a military? Uh, yeah, there was. They have these special. Can we put a tank up there? <laughs> right. No, they were car cars. Oh, okay. They but were. one was like, is it a Mazda or it's like an SUV? And then he had like his special Corvette, which was a flying car. What was this for? Agents of Shield. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, this yeah. cherry red like '65 Corvette. Oh, okay. That turned into a plane, apparently. Not go. a plane. Uh, I don't even. I don't remember. We did it on the pilot, and I was like, "Huh." <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, anyway, it's kind of cool the stuff we get to yeah, see. Yeah, that's cool. Build. Yeah. But it, but um, oh, the point of the CSI thing in New York was that um, that you you looking at your IMDb, it looks like you do one season of a lot of stuff. And then, so I wonder if you get bored or, you know, it's been unlucky. I don't know, lucky or unlucky, but I've done like Masters of Sex was the last season. We went in and just did the last season. Oh, you did the last one. Uh, we did two seasons of Blunt Talk. Oh, did it get can- it got canceled? Yeah, huh? yeah. They didn't what really a cool do. what a cool show! I didn't watch all of it. Which but one? It, uh, Masters of Sex. Oh yeah, very the acting and stuff was fabulous. Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Because I had no idea what was going on when we got the job, so I you know watched it. Of course, right. And uh, it was just like oh, and I even it's one of those you can always tell if it's a good show. I'll tell my wife to watch. Right. Started, and it was just fabulous really good acting just tremendous acting michael sheen's great and lizzie kaplan who i just worked with last year a little bit oh yeah i worked with her on a show 15 years ago did you really yeah oh related i don't know if it was 15 yeah maybe it was it was 2004 yeah related Mm. she her and a bunch of sisters and oh cool warner brothers show and one season yeah <laughs> I know. I'm mean, gonna. It's like eh, don't get him. We'll see. I just the show. I just finished Grand Hotel. I was like hoping to come back, but you no. never know. I don't know. I'm not sure, but I I I never heard of it. It was ABC. It hasn't right? it hasn't aired yet. It oh, it aired till June, which is I always oh, worry it's a about. Summer yeah. show. It's right. like uh, the the year before I did. What show was that? I did at Universal. Um, Reverie. Right about. Virtual reality world. Okay. Company makes a world that you can. They'll go in there and they'll take your all your memories from your brain and you'll design a fantasy and then you'll go into this reverie world and then some people don't want to come out of it for certain reasons and their their body on Earth is starting to die or they get a heart attack or something whatever and then so they hire this woman who's a little flawed in some way. She was a a police investigator, a negotiator. She's okay. Very good. So they get her to go into these virtual worlds to try to talk to these people because they can't just, they don't want to pull the plug. They don't know what it'll do. Mm-hmm. So they want her to go in and talk them into coming back to the real world. So the interesting concept. It was, uh, mm. but then, you know, they're like, oh, we're going to air it in May or June. So it's like, oh, that doesn't spill. Oh, oh, that doesn't, that, that hasn't aired yet? Oh, that did. That was last year, but it didn't didn't air during the regular season. And I just think that things don't do well in May. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I think it depends because there are are some shows that, like I did a pilot for an NBC show Mm -hmm. called, um, what was it called? The Night Shift, but they changed it to. Oh, yeah. Shit, what they changed. Uh, Anyway, um, or maybe they changed it to The Night Shift. I can't remember. <clears throat> anyway, it was like a hospital, like a kind of VR-ish mm-hmm. type of mm-hmm. type of show, and 
we did that pilot and at the time I said, uh, oh, they'll pick this thing up. Like ER was ending mm-hmm. and I'm like, or had just ended. I'm like, they'll pick this up for sure. And, and, um, and then they didn't, but it was like on hold. It wasn't a no. So anyway, they ended up picking it up really late and making it a summer series, and mm. it went like five seasons. Oh, really? Wow! Yeah, it just it just ended. Huh? I didn't. Really? I didn't, wow! I didn't do it after that. I just did the pilot, but um, but yeah, no, it just it just mm. ended. I just ran. I was just hanging out with a couple of the the actors from that show, and it was like ten, I think ten episodes a season. Oh, okay. So they yeah. could go do whatever the hell they wanted. Do mm-hmm. ten episodes, which is great. The showrunners liked it a lot too because it was just you know i think doing 10 is feasible and doing 20 is like oh my god mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. well, i just read an article in uh i don't know it's hollywood reporter or somewhere that talked about how the new eight or ten episodes because you don't need to get to 100 anymore mm-hmm. it used to be the magic number and these cable companies you know they don't like, they don't need an eights a r- eight or ten are really good to sit and binge watch yeah you know, on a weekend, and so I thought that was an interesting observation that they're finding that they don't need that. And then, of course, they were like, they don't go over three years because a bunch of money kicks in and things like that, uh, contracts, right? And things. So, yeah, it's kind of a way to 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 screw us over. Mm-hmm. Well, and the actors too. I <laughs> think the they actors. get a big thing. So, yeah. um, I thought that was a very interesting article that makes sense. Well, that's the thing about these streaming things, mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, a director I had on, Susan Johnson, had mm-hmm. this giant hit um, with this movie to all the boys I've loved before. And, um, you know, I'm not disparaging anybody, but she would have gotten a lot more money if that had gone to the theater. Oh, really? Yeah, because oh, yeah. she would have gotten residuals. That I think the way they do it, I think, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, um, is you get like a one-time payout as like DGA people, you get whatever. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, you get nothing else. The actors don't get residuals because oh, there's wow. no ticket sales. Sure, sure. So, um, so it's a whole different model. And I don't know about us. I don't know. Do they pay into our? Because it used to be like we got residuals, but they went into it our goes into our IAP or whatever health it is plan or yeah, pension the big plan pension or whatever thing. Right, which I never. I never believed, but <laughs> yeah, I believe it. In other, because that seems to be with our contracts what they're really worried about. Really, you know, that seems to be the only thing they won't give up. Everything else is now nah, you don't need to make more any more money, or you don't need any more sleep. But right, don't touch our retirement. Yeah, <laughs> the money thing. I mean, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. We we do all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, yes, it'd be nice to keep up with the cost of living mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I get it, but for me, that's like issue number fifteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. I, I mean, I haven't counted, but like turnaround and less hours for me are like the big thing. Yeah, that, turnaround for me. That's my. That's why I get a crash pad and close right. to set because it's that's to me that's the biggest thing now. I care yeah. about my turnaround when they start forcing me, and I'm just like. They, you know, and I'm really easy to get along with and everything. But uh, the last show, they they had a couple of days. They had to force it, uh, not forces, but you know, five minutes or whatever. Take your turnaround. Yeah, that thing. And and but it was like a twenty minute van ride to the to the parking structure. And, right. and we were on we were at Manhattan Beach. Uh. That we were on on the stage, and it was twenty minutes to get the one van they had come around. So I right texted my assistant said, 
tell them I was there 20. So then the next time they were like, okay, make sure you when you get there. They were cool about it, but right, it's like you can't just call rap and say, you know, take do your they, turn around. Do they then, still park people at that hotel? Yeah, that's yeah. where we were parking. It's been a while since I worked there. Mm-hmm. Battle Creek. Mm-hmm. Actually, oh, I think is that I've what been, they did there? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I think I've been there since, but I can't remember what for. Yeah. I've never, ever been there, even by it in 20 30 years oh, really? out here and then i started doing avatar and then oh was avatar down there yeah avatar's there oh, i think dave told me that yeah. i forgot about that yeah. yeah and then uh oh i probably shouldn't have said that because now <laughs> i get in trouble no i'm just kidding <laughs> and uh and then i went i left that and went and did a um youtube thing weird city which is uh i saw a chance to watch it it's kind of I mean, I don't know if it's your cup of tea or my. I, I'm I'm not judging. Is it free on YouTube? Uh, the first two are. It's bizarre. Okay. Every time we'd be sitting there going, "Geez, this is weird." Oh, it's weird. City. Is that uh? It's, is that uh, Jordan Peele produced it? And, oh. Um, different actors in every half hour. There's only six of them. Did we do six? Yeah. Okay. And it's uh, it's funny. They do some funny things. It's good though, huh? It's it's. I think it's pretty good. I it's, like it's weird different. and different and it's interesting. Weird. It's weird and certain things. The thing that cracked me up was in the whole time. All the it's supposed to be the near future, and there's above and below the line. Uh huh. So and below the lines, you know, so, you know, there's they'll. It's like going through the airport security to get to below the line or get to above the line. You can't just go back I don't and know, forth. I don't know what that means. So wait, so I'm confused. I thought you meant above and below, like crew people. Or crew. No, no, no. It's people. So rich, basically, rich and poor. Okay, there's a whole okay. theory behind Got it. it. And there's a get. You know, there's a, a right. Rich people get to do this, and poor yeah, people. Yeah, and if you, right. you know, if you go into the go to one way or the other, you have to be. You know, they check you for weapons. <laughs> you know, there's a uh-huh. border, is there's a border crossing. Uh-huh. And uh, so that's one of the funny things they were putting on. But um, they have all this technology. It's, you know, and this, you know, wearing, there's no phones because it's all, you know, you can wear glasses and all that stuff. It's cool. But Siri still doesn't work. <laughs> Voice activation still gets it wrong. Oh, I thought right, that right, was right, really right. a funny thing. They'd be like, no, I said ham sandwich. <laughs> it's like all this technology and the voice activation still doesn't work. <laughs> that's funny. Stuff like that, you know. It's, yeah. How um how long are they? An hour or half hour. Okay. Real easy to get through. How many how many days did you guys shoot? What was how much five day five day weeks and Okay. They're YouTube, they didn't have any money, so they didn't we didn't go Yeah, I know. Later. Google doesn't have any money. They yeah, just paid yeah. a guy seventy three million dollars by accident. <laughs> yeah. They have they have no money. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um and I wonder what they're well, see, that's a whole thing too. They control all the ads, so they know what they make off mm-hmm. of it. Nobody else does. Mm-hmm. So you can't. Yeah. How do you monetize it? There must and there must be money in it because they wouldn't. I mean, at this point, all these people are giving you free content. Why would you spend X amount to make your own unless there's money to be made in it? Oh yeah, like Netflix and everybody. So I don't know for <laughs> sure. And and look, I hear all the time. I don't have kids, but I've heard from so many people that. All the kids do these, the kids these days. Oh my God, it sounds like such an old guy. But kids just sit and watch YouTube YouTube videos all day. Like they don't give a shit about cable or whatever. A lot of kids, they just watch YouTube like constantly. Yeah, I'm trying to think of my guys. You know, it's funny. They watch, is it YouTube or is it Netflix? But like 
animated shows. They watch a lot of weird animations. And then, yeah, some of the YouTube with the guys, Game Grumps. It's one of their favorite. And I'm like, I'm watching, like, what? These guys playing games and making goofy right. comments about us. Like, Isn't that what you have a buddy for? And then, right, uh, right. but they watch my oldest started, well, Parks and Rec. Mm. And what was the other one? The uh, How I Met Your Mother. He was into that. And I've only watched it because he's watching it so much. Right. And my now my youngest son's watching it. I'm like, why oh, do you see? It's a good okay. show. Yeah, they're good shows. It's just funny that he's... So I think they graduated from YouTube, but I don't know okay. if that's the thing. And I've been watching a lot of YouTube, but I watch, you know, off-road videos or... Okay. You know, or... Uh, Are you into off Workout stuff. Yeah. Workout oh, really? stuff and things like that. Do you have like, like a? Do you have an off-road vehicle? Uh, yeah, I'm building. I'm building it a little bit. Yeah. What? What? What, what, what I, I got a Chevy Colorado. Okay. I kind of have to have it for work a little bit. You know, put my junk in the back and yeah. my cart and everything. So. I got a Colorado. I didn't get a. I couldn't get a Jeep. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, wouldn't fit. It's more of a pain with the gear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like Baldwin has his Hummer. Yeah. We. I, text him because he he bought a colorado for his commuter car oh he has a colorado now yeah because he, used but he to still have like has a, no he still has a summer yeah but he used to have like a mazda little 3. mazda yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he grew up no i'm just kidding i think that thing blew up oh really I, oh. I don't know that it blew up i think it was i think it was yeah. time for a new one. <laughs> we i got a picture of pulling baldwin's hummer out of a ditch up at gorman with my suburban at the time oh really <laughs> give him a hard time on that that's funny <laughs> yeah yeah I've been out there with them a couple of times. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It is cool. We went up to Big Bear with that Hummer. I, I was always not, never impressed with them until we went up to Big Bear, and I was like, we're going over rocks. I can't even walk over. Man, yeah. oh man, that was pretty impressive. It's Yeah, it's pretty impressive, that that thing. It'd be fun in the snow. Were you in the snow with that at all? No. Oh, bummer. Um, no, because I've been with them. You know, you're like climbing a hill you're going holy crap i'm at 50 degrees right now mm-hmm. like we're going and you feel like you're gonna flip over but mm-hmm. things things awesome I it's know. just chugging along you know pretty amazing yeah well the, built <laughs> yeah for sure of course now his heater doesn't work so it doesn't matter <laughs> what's that his heater isn't working right now he says i gotta fix my heater oh really <laughs> tease him yeah oh yeah i well. sent him a thing because i just did a big death valley trip Oh, you did for four days out of Death Valley, and I just I sent him a thing. Said, "Ah, Death Valley," because I knew he was working. And then when he came out, he's like, "Oh man, now I gotta get my, I gotta fix my heater." You don't need a heater. Not in Death Valley. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe at night, actually. Yeah, I got a little. Just one night we were up high and got a little chilly, but right during the day it was. How warm was it? No, it was beautiful. It was like sixty-five, seventy. One of those where you get in the shade and you get a little chilly. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it was wonderful. I can, couldn't imagine the rest. The last time I was out that way, oh, was, you know, I think August. Oh, geez. Pretty, you know, like being in San Fernando Valley in August. <laughs> good point. We weren't we weren't exactly in Death Valley. We were up to, up that direction. Same yeah, difference, does, you know. Yeah. Oh, uh, Palmdale's a lot better. Well, we were in Palmdale. We were way out. <laughs> High like, desert. It's oh hot. God. Yeah. Yeah. It was 115. Three people went down with heat. heat oh, stroke. were you working? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. We were shooting. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Uh, we were shooting film, too. Hmm. Um, yeah, a little... Um, it just my, my, my friend, uh, 
my actor friend, uh, the guy from the night shift, he, he writes and mm-hmm. directs stuff and he wanted to do this little film and he wanted to shoot anamorphic 35, you know? So, um, there was some steady cam. So he asked me to come do it for him. Sure. He's a friend of mine. So, yeah, but it was brutal. Mm-hmm. The shots weren't brutal. It was fine. But, you know, um, especially when you're doing a film on a budget like that, like we don't have time to do 20 t- We don't have the film to do 20 right, takes of everything. Right. So you can't really wear me out. Mm-hmm. But the but the heat. Whew. Yeah. And then the wind because we're shooting oh, on a yeah. salt flat. So mm-hmm. and of course, we had a lot of kind of green new people and teaching people how to do wind breaks with the, you know, oh, with the, doubles and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just, sure. which is, which is fine. That mm-hmm. I mean, they got to learn something and they sure, want to be, sure. if they want to be dolly grips or grips in the future. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, anyway, um, it was an experience. Yeah. There was a bug infestation at the time too, like really bad at night. Oh, okay. these crazy bugs came out. If you open the motel door for like more than actually you open it just enough time to get in, and shut it <laughs> and you'd have 10 bugs in there with you at least hmm. they were swarming it was disgusting oh, wow. one night the moho i forget where they, they were wrapping up it was sun sun went down mm-hmm. and or did they leave it out i'm trying to remember anyway the next day it was like two inches thick of dead bugs on the floor of it that's how many bugs there were it's crazy wow. and they were flying it was ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, it was gross. <laughs> I don't know. We, we couldn't figure out where they went during the day. Yeah, they must burrow somewhere. They have to. I mean, they got to get out of it. They do fly. So anyway, I forget what they were called. It was weird. Hmm. But it, it apparently happens like once every 10 years or something. Oh, we okay. just We were lucky enough to get it. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you about a couple of shows you did that I was a fan of. Um, Life. Oh, okay. I like that show. And I like, I remember, I couldn't tell you anything about it right now, but I remember liking the way the show was composed. I thought it was a little, do you remember that about it or? Yeah, yeah. We didn't get original... to worry about stuff. I'm trying to remember. I, was, I did the second season. Okay. And uh, I think it only went two seasons. Yeah, I think it, was it did interesting. Too. Yeah. I was bummed they canceled it. It was Damian Lewis. Who, yeah, he's great. One of my faves. Well, Sarah, which is when I first met Sarah Shahi. She was on that too. Oh. Who was on Reverie, which I did last year. Oh, but I know her name from Baldwin. Yeah. From what show? He did that uh, in New York, the Persons of Interest. She was uh, in that. Right, one okay. That. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, one day we were on a boat down at Marina with Sarah and I took a picture and sent it to him because uh, she said something about you know ron baldwin oh yeah it's a good buddy of mine and took a picture and sent it to him and he's like you motherfucker that's <laughs> what are you doing with my ex-wife my future ex-wife <laughs> and she says well i met you i met you first you could be my future ex-wife <laughs> that's funny yeah that was funny um that is funny uh oh i forgot she was on that mm-hmm. I, I didn't remember i remember damien but i liked the story mm-hmm. was a uh, wrongly convicted, wrongly convicted and cop. In, yeah, he was in prison for a while because one of the scenes I remember was pretty funny. He goes up and didn't know how to use a automatic faucet. He was like looking for the. I was. I remember that scene. Oh right, it's like the things that happened while you were in jail. It's like uh, right, you know, and, and right, so, yeah. and they paid him out like thirty million dollars yeah, or something, right? Yeah. So was, he's. But then he went back to being a cop. Yeah, I don't so he's remember. Like a was rich he a private cop. detective or was he a? cop? No, he was a cop. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember now. So <clears throat> he was a cop, but he kind of did 
he kind of did what he wanted. Yeah. Like he didn't care. He any, didn't worry about it. Yeah. And he drove like a Ferrari around. Maserati. Was it Maserati? Was it Maserati? Okay. I think so. Cause I remember we, I think that was the show. Don't quote me on this, but I think we were doing a crane thing, pulling out and it just got, the crane got just a little too low on the stage and scratched it. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. This, and I think they were like first year, first in the United States, Maserati. Right. The, convertible everything the right oh, yeah we're gonna show it on this big show and <laughs> just slight didn't think much a little thing yeah i'm sure yeah. they could have buffed it out or fixed it but still it's like you know yeah whoops and it was just a piece of the crane head you know how sometimes you get something hanging down an outrigger just, oh it was something hanging just hanging yeah i think it's you know the just a piece of a probably adjustment you know where you adjust the camera up and down okay and probably a just a piece of metal was down below. Oh, so you it were was like a dark stage and scraping over the front of the car, yeah, kind of thing coming out from him. And, and it, I think and it was it, poor man's process, if I recall. And then oh, gotcha, gotcha. So, Where did that show shoot? Universal. Cool. Was um, and Damon Lewis was great. Oh, he's great. Yeah, he's a great actor. Yeah. He's on a great show now. Have you watched Billions? You know, I haven't. I've seen that though. I almost want to watch because of him because he's he's so good and excellent <laughs> guy. He might. He's better. He might be better in this than he's ever been in. Oh anyway. yeah, and he's such a likable guy. Mm-hmm. And then he can be really evil mm-hmm. in the show. Oh, I bet. And he turns it on and off like it's just great acting. And his his American accent is impeccable. Mm-hmm. I remember what, um, the the war thing that um, oh geez. was it Band of Brothers? Band of Brothers. Oh, okay. Um, which he was great in. Mm-hmm. I think that's the first time I ever saw him, I'm pretty sure. But um his his accent, you could catch him sometimes. Mm-hmm. And now not not at all. Yeah, I don't know how they do that. Actors. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of an accent or start or I add did, one, right. I did the pilot for the Glades okay. in Atlanta and I forget the actor's name, but he's Australian and he stayed doing an American accent the whole week week and a half we were there shooting and then last night in the bar he reverted to his australian accent oh really yeah who was it was i can't it? remember the, his name now that was quite mm. a few years ago but yeah okay that was did that show shoot in florida we eventually sh- yeah they went to miami yeah, we, okay. we shot part of it in tampa and then the second half in atlanta hmm. and it was atlanta in just before christmas what so, year would this have been like 10 years ago i think it was like 10 years ago right before christmas so it was probably 2009 that makes sense okay and uh so i remember shooting a scene in this backyard and it's just pouring rain and cold you know 45 degree in atlanta rainy in atlanta and mm-hmm. see his breath and i'm just like oh, i guess they reshot a lot of oh really a lot of that show yeah because it was you know we could have been in new england for all they knew at that point it did not look like florida Right. So, yeah. How'd you like Tampa? Tampa's nice. My mother lived there for quite a few years. So I'd been there before. and I had. I liked Tampa. It was just hard to get around because we were shooting a lot in St. Pete. And mm-hmm. so it was, you know, with the causeways and everything to get around. It's Across tough. that giant bridge. Yeah. And it gets a little tough. And then the production had some problems with 
because I guess there's three counties intersect right outside there or something like that. And they would lose locations and then have to go to go, Oh, you got to call somebody else to get a permit. And uh, that was, uh, so that was, they weren't quite prepared for that, huh? You know, they hadn't thought about this stuff. And I remember I was sitting at lunch and behind me was the producer and, uh, the, um, the film commissioner and they were all excited about shooting a series down in Tampa and the producer just told them we'll never shoot down here and they're like why and they told them all the reasons you know it just wasn't easy to do anything you know so yeah. which is too bad I felt bad for them but yeah Orlando's a little better mm-hmm. um I think well I couldn't tell you now it used to be probably still is they probably know the deal at this point they ended up shooting the series in Miami, so and I know. But Miami, they kind of know the deal. They've done it for years. We used to shoot in Tampa a fair amount, but um, mostly Orlando. And then I shot in Miami quite a bit. But there were more, there were like there was like Miami crews, mm-hmm. and then there were Orlando, Tampa beach, right. beach crew people. Mm-hmm. Um, but every now and again, we'd go down there, but <clears throat> it was not as common. Sure. I mean, used to shoot all over a oh, Clearwater Beach. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I just had a memory of 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 uh, the biggest sumo wrestler you've ever seen in your life. In his sumo garb, I don't know what they call the thing they yeah, wear. I don't remember. There's some fancy name. But sitting on pillows in a in a under a pop up tent on Clearwater Beach. <laughs> <laughs> they bought him like a ton of pillows. He's on the beach doing something. I can't remember what it was. It was kind of funny. And he mm. was a very nice guy. But um, I mean, was he vacationing or was he doing a sh- no, 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 no? We were shooting a oh, commercial okay. with him in it. Oh, okay. And I just remember him like he was dying from the heat. But he's like I don't six seven six mm. eight like four fifty. Have you ever seen the giant documentary about the school that they go to and what they have? I've to seen do? little bits about it's pretty it. Pretty crazy. I didn't realize. I mean, they're like rock stars over there. Yeah, and uh, they're basically like force feeding themselves all the time. Yeah, to get bigger, you know, to do that. It was pretty. It was fascinating. I was like, wow, shocked me. I'd be more interested in the what happens after mm-hmm. yeah, documentary, yeah. which is maybe I wouldn't. I don't know because I have a feeling. Yeah. A lot of them do not have good time after they... was like in the NFL, you know, the incidence of heart disease and, and stuff for linemen and a lot higher than... Really? Mm-hmm. Heart disease? Heart disease. Well, because linemen, they're kind of the same thing. I mean, you're running around and usually when you stop, if you're not, you know, you're not getting paid to play and you weigh oh, three, 310 pounds. Oh, you're saying because they eat a lot. Well, yeah, because when they got all this extra weight, and if they don't lose oh, okay. the weight, but I just saw some I thought you some were statistic. Rela- I, I didn't, I didn't oh, realize no, no, that no, no. was the reason why. Yeah, yeah, no, I no. get it. Post, yeah. post-NFL, and they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heavier and, uh-huh. you know... Well, they get older, too, when, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, the NFL, they got mm-hmm. all kinds of, mm-hmm. all kinds of issues, but... <clears throat> um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> there were, we should stay out of that. Um, there another show I love that you did, and I don't know which season you did of it, but it's called The Riches. Oh yeah, I did. I went in second half of the first season, did two seasons. That's another. That's one we the writer strike. We didn't come back and finish it. Oh, the writer strike writer's killed strike you. Killed it. That's yeah, right. Bring it back. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. It was um Shannon Woodward. 
Mm-hmm. Mini Driver. Mm-hmm. Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard. God, they were great. Yeah. The kid was great, too. I don't remember his name. Yeah. He, in fact, he, he was in, he's in uh, uh, Noel. Cal. Noel. I can't believe I remember his name. But he was fabulous. He was in uh, Shameless. Oh. He's in Shameless. Right. He played the lover to the, the young son who wanted to be a firefighter. Oh, he did? Oh, yeah. I thought he, okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that's what they they beat each other up and they make out and stuff. Oh, the yeah, the the bully. Yeah, that's right. I totally remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was in it a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. fabulous. He's so good. Yeah, really good actor. That's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, I just love the the story of the riches. It was the most original <laughs> story, and mm-hmm. then Eddie Izzard is just brilliant. He's he's awesome. Mini Driver, love her and everything. I mean, anyway, just down the list. Mm-hmm. No, that was that was that was a fun show. That was interesting. We did some interesting things, and I had a hard time watching it because it was a little uncomfortable. Why? <laughs> just because you know they were they were there was always that possibility of getting caught. Oh right, right, know? right. So there was always that uncomfortable feeling, like what's gonna happen? Even though I knew what happened, it was still uncomfortable. Then Margot Martindale. Yes, Margo Martindale. She's so great. Have you ever worked with her? I don't think I have. Oh, if you ever do. I've seen her in a million it's things. It's a pleasure. Yeah, she's fabulous. She played the next door neighbor. and She's another one that can get... Right, right, right. She's another one that can go from, like, sweetest, nicest to evil and, like, drop of a hat. Yeah, she played she the can, mom in uh, Million Dollar Baby. Where's... Right. Well, what about my welfare? Remember that? She's like mad at the daughter for buying her a house because now she won't get her welfare and right and, and i saw that i'm like oh my god because margo's just so she's such a sweetheart is she <laughs> she's just the best she's such an you know actress and whatever you want her to do and I, it's great seeing her in so many things because you know if i had some i'd cast her i don't care what it was oh yeah she you could find something yeah. for her right right there are so many actors like that now yeah and and they're not the big stars they're they're well although i consider her a big star i do too <laughs> um even though she's not a super like if you say margo martindale to most people they're mm-hmm. like um not sure what well in mean? the business maybe but yeah. but like if they saw her they'd instantly know mm-hmm. who she and that's in my opinion if you're going to be an actor that's the best kind of actor to sure. be because you don't get that stupid side mm-hmm. as much mm-hmm. and the hype part of it mm-hmm. you just get the kudos or you know for being good mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe the money's not as good that way. I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, but I have a feeling they work longer. Well, right. The career goes on. Yeah. Yeah. They're less of a one-hit wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so where did that shoot? We shot up at Santa Clarita. That Santa makes Clarita sense. Santa Clarita Studios and then up at, what is it, some of those uh, places out in the woods up in um, Acton. I'm trying to think of the one. What was the one place called? The one... Sable Ranch. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. They built a little trailer park thing up there. Um, so that was fun. It's always fun. You'd I have to remember. I could rewatch that show. It is such a good show. I need to, get to have my kids watch it because it, it's so weird and good and not, you know, not normal. <laughs> and then it was funny is that I worked with a, a But dolly. we rooted for them, even yeah. though they're criminals. And I, I worked with a, a dolly grip who said he knew, he lived in North Carolina, and he knew groups of travelers, which I thought was interesting. Really? 
And I was thinking, well, this is just you know made up fantasy land. He right. Goes, oh no, they're, they're, it's real. And I'm like, oh wow. That yeah. Was, made it even a little bit more interesting. Yeah, they used to call them gypsies essentially, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that's like a that's I think that's kind of a no no word now. Yeah, I don't know, or if it's just European, but yeah but they used to call the traveler types gypsies but anyway um no there are still a lot of them i know florida i don't know any of them out here i'm Mm -hmm. sure there are Mm -hmm. um but in florida they'll be like oh we were driving by and we saw they go knock on people's doors and say oh we saw your trees they really need trimming or they're gonna you know we'll, we'll do it for you for x amount of money or whatever and they say, oh, we only take up front, and then they just take the money. And oh, really? Yeah, oh, wow. there's a lot of stuff like that, oh. or your house needs painted, and then they start painting, and then you leave to go to wherever, mm-hmm. and they're gone. Oh, wow. But they, they also, there was a whole thing about marking. Did they do that on the riches? Marking. So they would mark something somewhere on your house that's visible oh, that you yeah. might not notice. Like either your either your um, uh, your uh, mailbox or just the side of your house. Mm-hmm. And there are certain marks that mean certain things mm. that, like, um, like don't come here, this guy's a, you know what I mean, or mm. whatever. Or, or, yeah, these people will give you food or money or, you know oh, what I mean? Okay. Like they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for other, it's like their little code. They leave stuff for the next people to come along. Oh, okay. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't get into that. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember reading about that. I, I forget where, hmm. but um, no, I, I find all that stuff really, mm-hmm. really interesting. And um, yeah, I can't, I can't believe that. The, yeah, that show that was unfortunate. It was FX, right? Yeah. It seems like AMC was around, but they weren't doing anything. Mm-hmm. They weren't making shows yet, were they? What year I don't would, think so. What year would this that was two thousand eight, I think. Is that correct? That's okay. about right. Yeah, maybe they were about to, or maybe yeah. they was just starting. <clears throat> but um, yeah, that's a bummer about the. So so what? So why did the writer strike kill it? Well, we had like three scripts before Christmas and right. uh, already written, and I think they just it, it didn't get a lot of ratings. Yeah, I know it got critical acclaim, but it didn't get a lot of ratings. And uh, my next door neighbor in Ventura, he um, knew one of the writers, Dawn, and and you know it's just one of those things. I think they they just bailed at that point. Um, I don't know. They probably ran the numbers and they're like, oh, we're renting the stages for all this stuff, blah blah blah, it's, x amount of money while the r- strike is going on. Yeah, right. And it's two, you know, it's like we did two seasons and in cable. I mean, I don't. Did Nip Tuck went over three, but I, I only did the first season. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, you know, I rarely went on a show on cable that went over three seasons. You know, right? And now they'll now they'll have them for ten if they'll stay. Yeah, like if the Riches was on now. Oh, it, Riches is probably way ahead of its time. That's the problem. Right. <laughs> it would be great now. There were a bunch of shows that were ahead of their AMC time. AMC would love it. Exactly. That's, that's the, why I was going to oh, say I it see, seems like true. an AMC show. Yeah, that's, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it would. Yeah, it would be crushing. Mm-hmm. It'd be in season twenty or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> as long as they could get the actors to stay. Yeah. Um, but back then, and probably the ratings then were probably triple what it would get now. Probably. Yeah. Or double, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But it, things have changed so much. Oh yeah. It's funny. Now, if you get like a million, mm-hmm. you're doing great. 
<laughs> you know. Um, and you mentioned Nip Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, which season of that? Did I did you the do? first season. Okay. I, I I watched some of it and mm-hmm. it honestly just kind of lost interest. Yeah. But um, I know there are a lot of people who are big. My wife loved it. Big she fans. watched it to the end and she loved it. Yeah, it wasn't my cup of tea either, but... Uh, well, it wasn't, yeah. You know. Was it only three seasons? No, I think they went six or something like that. Oh, okay, They went yeah. quite a while. I thought, because yeah. that one got big ratings. Yeah, that was like one of the first, and I remember that, that they... That was FX as well, no? Yeah. Okay. And they, I remember they got, they were getting okay ratings, or, no, I'm sorry. It was in this, they released it in the summer mm. of like 2003 or something like that, uh-huh. and it got you know oh my god it's a big hit i think it got the at that time the biggest cable audience ever at the point really you know it was in the infancy of cable but i think that was the case and i remember talking to ryan murphy they were about ready and i you know they've been getting it just was growing and growing and doing well and i said man it's been doing really well how are we going to do next week he goes oh we probably won't do that well because that was back when the networks all released the shows you know the week after labor day remember i don't know if you remember that yeah all the networks had their show started that week mm-hmm. and uh, the next week they even had higher ratings <laughs> but really? ryan, ryan was like no i don't think we'll all the networks are going to release a show, and they, that's when I think everybody realized, oh, if you're watching a show, you're not going to leave that show to watch another show. And, of course, this is, I think, pre-TiVo and mm-hmm. that stuff and pre-binge watching. But So it was like kept its audience. And so after that, I remember the next year, somebody else was shooting in the summer, and you'd have some shows in the summer to go. Because it used to be, I remember May used to just die in television world. Right. You know, used to always try to get on a TV sh- or a feature, a low-budget feature or something, June, July or whatever, and, until the TV season started. And then... Things have changed a bit. Oh, yeah. Getting, getting calls for pilots like in August and November and weird times. It used to be in February, remember? Always February Shoot, pilot that, season. That pilot that I did in 2012 was... Um, November and it was a summer show mm-hmm. I, I don't know why you know um, then yeah then we did one that next year we did January and then another one in like early March or something mm-hmm. yeah or something like yeah. that um, but uh, yeah it's weird it's kind of nice I mean it's more spread out and you know <clears throat> Um, There's no guarantee. It used to be. I did a, I did the second season of Blunt Talk, and I was like, oh, man, okay. And I took a show, and then Masters of Sex came up with the same crew from Blunt Talk, Joe Gallagher and that group, and and um, it was a Netflix show that wasn't paying very well. <laughs> this other show was paying really well, so I kind of bailed and burned a bridge on the uh, the Netflix show. And Which uh, show? Oh, on Blunt Talk? No, well, after Blunt Talk, this was... I knew that I knew there wasn't probably going to be anything till July, so I just took a show, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then Joe Gallagher got Masters of Sex, and so I had to bail on this Netflix show to do. Which show was that? Uh, Grace and Frankie. Ah, uh, okay. And so I, you know, the money was terribly different. <laughs> so yeah. it was one of those where what 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 uh, season was that? I don't know, like three, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. For them. Um, yeah, Blunt Talk. That was Jonathan Ames, right? Yeah, that was and another connection was with you and Ron. So much fun, yeah. 
Yeah. That was he, probably one of the best shows I've worked on. I mean, fun shows. Really? Yeah. My wife continually would go, you know, they're all not going to be like Blunt Talk. You know, oh, really? The cast was just fabulous. Cool. Patrick Stewart is one of the coolest guys around. So My friend fun. is working with him right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's doing his makeup on that. Oh, yeah. That new show that's happening that I probably shouldn't talk about. <laughs> There's a new show that Patrick Stewart's doing. Yeah, but it, I think it's the Star Trek thing or something, isn't oh, it? Oh, you heard about it. Okay. It's I did. Yeah, I've seen I, media about it. Well, I knew Patrick a Patrick called me and told me. No, I'm just <laughs> I kn- No, I knew about it a while ago oh, because yeah. my, my friend is like doing just his makeup, mm-hmm. which is a great gig. That's a gig. Um, but... So I've known about it for a while, but I didn't know when it was a public thing. Mm-hmm. He actually said, "Ooh, I maybe shouldn't have told you. I don't know oh, if yeah. that's." And I was well, like, he, oh, had a picture of the, he had a picture of one of the scripts on his Facebook mm. post. So <laughs> it was, seems to me like it's been released. Yeah, so. it has been announced. Yeah, so now he was, that's cool. He was, he, that was fabulous. That was a fun show. Was it good? I never saw it. You should watch it. Um, and the reason is, I don't know if it's on Netflix. I always tell people it's the funniest show nobody ever saw because it was on Stars. Oh, it, it was on Stars. Yeah, and you know, it was just it was f- weird. Jonathan Ames humor mm-hmm. and a lot of British humor. And I was in South Carolina doing a series, and I got the call to do it. So I get the script, and they said, "Oh, it's Patrick Stewart." And I thought, "Oh, great, you know, Patrick Stewart. I'm Patrick Stewart. We're gonna, you know, I'm." captain of the star trek enterprise and we're gonna do this and i read the first episode and the first scene is him drunk at the bar turns down a ride home picks a marijuana chocolate drives picks up a transsexual hooker and then gets busted by the police and tmz or whatever they called it but is there and he kicks a officer in the testicles and gets arrested (laughs) i read the first scene and went this is going to be fun, and it was. That's the whole show. It's like, it was funny. The wow. Uh, well, and here's one of the lines. I love to to say this, but so he has a transvestite hooker in there, and he's talking to her, and she's like, "You know what I am, don't you?" And he's like, "Well, you know, no. What do you What do you mean? Well, just think of me as a just think of me as a woman with a a nine inch clit." <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> and she go and and she goes. Does that bother you? And he goes, No, I'm British. Oh my god, that's sort of the type of dialogue we had throughout the show, and it was <sighs> pretty funny. So when that's when you're shooting that stuff, it was pretty. Gotcha. Funny. I'm yeah. surprised HBO didn't do it. I mean, they did Bored to Death. That was a big hit for them. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about money wise, big hit, but it was critically. Yeah. Well, with HBO, you don't. All they have to do is get some rate or critics. I don't know. I read an article a while back about. You know, a lot of it's hard to tell what's successful for because some of them don't release their numbers. What do they think is successful? Do they maintain the subscriptions or do they add some? You know, it's right. What do they base it on? You know, I mean, I, I would I, guess I, they base it on people watching the show, but they were saying it was all dependent on the show. And then with HBO, I think it was HBO or DirecTV, they're worldwide. So certain things make sense world in the world scheme than United States. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You may not remember. I remember when Netflix first came HBO's out. HBO is not worldwide, though. Not in the, yeah, I don't not know. In the sense that... It may that have been direct... direct you can TV get it worldwide? in a, I don't know about that. But you can get HBO in a lot of places around the world. Mm-hmm. But, for example, I told my friend about the Michael Jackson um, 
documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, he lives in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. I said he used to have a magic box there. He mm-hmm. called it the magic box, where anything he couldn't get, it would it would drag stuff off a torrent. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't get it. So like at the mm-hmm. time. Um, when he first started doing it, like he couldn't get Netflix, he couldn't get Amazon, he okay. couldn't get HBO, you know. So he would get his stuff that way. Anyway, now he pays for stuff. He pays for HBO, but right. his HBO does not have that documentary. Oh, really? Doesn't have. But it. you can get it in the United States. Yeah, yeah. It was a giant thing just now. Hmm. It was a huge two-part, four-hour documentary. I wonder why. That's interesting. You didn't hear about that documentary? I heard about the documentary. I didn't know you couldn't get it. Oh, they wouldn't. Why they wouldn't release it in Hong Kong if they have HBO in, in the United well, States? I, do, I don't know. Um, there may be rights issues as well, far as I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah, it's hmm. a weird one. I, I really don't know. I, yeah. it, is, it seems bizarre, but they have their reasons. Yeah. Huh. And maybe, I don't know. It doesn't seem like releasing it hurts them. It's it's all, It can yeah, only be know. more people watching. So there must be some other legal yeah, reason know. or something. Yeah. Maybe somebody owns the rights to the... Actually... They may only own the rights to the documentary in the U.S. It could be. That could be it. Because they didn't produce it. Okay. They bought it. Oh, okay. I'm 97.3% sure of that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it yeah. was a doc that went to Sundance and HBO bought it. Pretty hmm. sure. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I just remember this article was interesting because they, they couldn't pinpoint any of the networks why they what they determined was a hit or not. And they were inferring mm-hmm. that HBO knows that they'll retain people by having winning awards and things and doing good stuff. I don't know. I know Netflix, back when it was first started, I couldn't. Uh, I almost got rid of Netflix because you couldn't get any good movies on it. I was only one, The only reason I kept it, the fact it was 10 bucks a month, and they had good documentaries. Mm-hmm. I was only watching documentaries on it. They didn't have TV shows or anything. And it was originally we got it because you got the DVDs in the mail. Uh-huh. But then my wife would be like, okay, we got to watch this now. I'm like, I don't feel like watching it. Right. <laughs> and she'd be all stressed about trying to watch a DVD and send it back to so we could get the next it. one. Right. You know? and, and so I remember there's a certain point we stopped ordering the DVDs and there wasn't anything on the streaming. And it was like was getting ready to get rid of it. And I don't remember why I didn't. Either they got made that deal, or they got a movie I watched, or something, or just because mm. it was nine bucks, I didn't pay attention. And maybe, yeah. And now, geez, I could get rid of everything and do everything on Netflix easily. Yeah, it, well, almost. Yeah, I like my Apple TV. Although I want, ease. I kind of want Hulu because I haven't seen The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, my wife just watched that. <laughs> you should have my wife in here and talk to her about the show. Not me. I don't watch. I don't have time to watch TV. You were making it, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. well, it's funny. Is my son one of his classes? He had to get Soundhound or one of the sound music streaming services for a class he had, a, a music class he had, and mm-hmm. uh, so it was student four dollars a month. Well, Hulu came with it. Oh, really? Yeah. Somebody told me recently Hulu comes with, shoot, what was it? That Hulu comes with something. And I was like, oh, and it was something good. Yeah. I forget what it was. Yeah. That's, what is it? It's not Soundhound. It's one of the top music. Spotify? You know what? It is Spotify. Because my friend was telling me that too. Yeah. And it and it just, I just was saying, he goes, well, I got to get it for class. I'm like, all right. Yeah. You know. And so I'm signing up and all of a sudden it says, oh yeah, and you get a free Hulu. I'm like, okay. 
Right. And yeah. how much is Hulu a month? That seems... I don't know. I don't know It's either. probably 10 bucks or plus, I'm right. guessing. Because between my cable bill, my <laughs> HBO, my Showtime, my Netflix, my Amazon, I'm like, huh. <laughs> yeah, I know. It gets, it gets up there. Yeah. And it's, you know... Okay, it's a, a little bit about the money, but mm-hmm. really it's about I have so much stuff. Like, there's too much stuff. Well, yeah. and what I want, if I were smarter in the app world and the computer world, I'm going to make an app that just you say, this is what I want to watch. These are the services I have. What is it? Because a movie, that's why I go with Apple TV now, because I'm too lazy. When you don't know where to I want to watch a movie. I just want to type in the movie, and we watch it. But I could go, you know, does Showtime have does it? it? Does find, HBO Does have it find it? it through Netflix for you? I don't, I've, I mean, I've done Google searches on things, and then you get a bunch of things that come up and say, oh, I for five even, bucks a month, you I, can do this. I shouldn't even say these things, because mm-hmm. I have two really good ideas right now. Mm-hmm. Neither of which I'm probably going to do, but you, you're bringing them up. Mm-hmm. One is, look, if somebody wants to work with me on this, give me a, shoot me yeah. an email, give me a call. App designer. Right. Well, the first is even easier. It's just a website mm-hmm. that shows you, that tells you where everything is. So you go in there and you type in Handmade Sale and it says it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Or you type in Mission Impossible, the first one or something. Mm-hmm. And it goes, oh, that's on Netflix. Or you type in whatever, you know, mm-hmm. some stupid Gunsmoke. Where's Gunsmoke? Where's mm-hmm. MASH? Where's... Exactly. And it tells you exactly what service it's on. Now, the better one would be an Apple TV-like device that you type that into, mm-hmm. and then you say, yep, that's it. You click on it, and then it opens whichever service that it's on exactly. that you have, and it goes right to it. Mm-hmm. Now, that's probably not hard to do. I know I'm not the first person to have thought of it. Mm-hmm. You're telling me right now you've thought of it, too. So... I assume Google is working on this. I know. I've Google searched them Apple's and they come up. Want, Apple's not going to want to do it. Mm-hmm. Amazon's not going to want to do it because they have their own service. Right. Netflix isn't going to want to do it. Same reason. Mm-hmm. Google's the only one without a streaming service besides YouTube, which... They're, so they could do well, it. they're working on it, though. They're trying to get their own, so... They're, well, they're, 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 they're producing their own TV Google content is? now. Oh, YouTube. That's YouTube. true. That's Google, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. But not in the same sense yeah. that... Right. They're not there yet, that's for sure. But yeah, it's one of those... Um, I know, because I've, I've Googled and a bunch of these things come up and you click it and it's like, oh, for four ninety five a month, we'll tell you to go to Netflix or something. And mm-hmm. it's like... And then they they don't have everybody and it's pretty limited. And already I'm like, uh, yeah. no, it's not, you know... There, not, there needs to be an IMDB type mm-hmm. thing. I mean... TV guide could be relevant again. Yeah. No, that's true. That'd be just a good idea. Build just build a website and I, I don't know who owns them, but mm-hmm. build a build a, it's not hard to do. Mm-hmm. And all of the all every single one of them will advertise on your site. It's a pure moneymaker. Yeah. The reason I haven't pursued it any further is because I'm sure one or all of them are working on something like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure there are twenty versions of this just waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. And in order to win that battle, you're going to have to have a lot of cash. and yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you got to make deals with all of them so they can... And it's not what I do. Yeah. And, and, and if they're, if, you know, if they're mm-hmm. doing it already, 
They're not yeah. going to make yeah anyway. Yeah, they want to hold their own. But it's like easy money. Part, yeah, well, it seems smart because you go wanna, open IMDb. A trailer pops up, twelve ads, mm-hmm. you know, and then well, well, the thing is, is now it's not so bad with if it's current, current TV show, current. It's getting old stuff, you know, like, yeah. like finding out like blunt talk. Right. You know, I love. I really, you know, tell people you won't. That's a half hour comedy. You know, we did 20 episodes. It's not going to take really much good, time, right. but it's really worth your time. I can't tell you where you could see it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Stars released it. I mean, it should be on Netflix or something. And I don't, I have, I mean, I haven't researched it since, but for a while there, you couldn't, you know, it seems to I me, I wanted Netflix. my mom to watch it. And, right. It seems to me Netflix with the first scene you described, and you're like, I wanted my mom to watch it. That's pretty hilarious. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, she would complain the whole time and then. And enjoy Watch it. all 20 of them go, I can't believe he... <laughs> right, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, it seems to me Netflix isn't isn't buying as much stuff as they used to. It seems like they're they're spending it making new stuff. That's what it sounds like they're going to do. Yeah. Well, and I think I read an article about that also, is that, you know, the money, they have control of it, the money they can... I think they, they're seeing now the stuff that they have done, how much money they can make more than buying the rights to something and right and i don't know and that and i don't know what that does if maybe they've realized with their algorithms that nobody's watching movies on netflix they're watching old stuff i don't know because i know that they keep knocking stuff off old stuff off that used yeah, to but be it's all netflix. about money yeah i mean yeah. it's not like they're getting rid of it they don't want to pay the they rights they want to pay the royalties they're not making them on money i understand that so. yeah but I think in well, I, everything's I, worth more now mm-hmm. because there's 84 streaming services. Okay, not really, but there's a new one every day. Yeah. And what Disney's coming out with two, Apple's coming out with one, and then anyway, I think somebody else is doing one too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. I can't remember. But now there's like CBS All Access and all yeah. these other things. Like, who pays for this? Well, Apple's putting a lot of money into. They were doing Star Wars next to us. Star Wars, Star Wars TV series, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, mm. yeah. They they hit it really well. We'd walk into work in the morning. These stormtroopers would have a black robe on, white boots. <laughs> it's like, right. Yeah, stormtroopers. There's a Star Wars show. Yeah, pretty obvious. <laughs> Where was that? At Manhattan Beach. Oh yeah. Um, I did a second unit on a show they were doing at Paramount. At Apple. Or? An Apple show. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, one of Tim Cook's guys uh, threw his shoulder into me pretty hard as he walked by, like a like a jerk with a suit on. Oh, really? Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I turned to my second. I go as he walks by. I'm like, who who's that asshole? Uh-huh. And there was like twenty of twenty suits walking by, and he's <laughs> like, I don't know. And then about a half hour, forty five minutes later, he comes over. He's like, Hey, you know who those dudes were? I said, Who? He said that was Tim Cook and his entourage. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, really? Checking in on their money. Because they must have spent well over a hundred million dollars. I mean, I'm guessing, but they spent a lot of money on that show. I could tell. Star Wars. They're, I mean, they were even one of our stages. It was huge. So how are they doing? I don't understand how they're doing Star Wars. Because why is Disney not doing that? I don't know. That's super weird. Shooting it. (laughs) No, but it's weird, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney has their own streaming service. Why are they allowing Apple to make a Star Wars? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. Unless is Disney going to do other stuff, or are they just going to have kids and then? Oh, they have two two streaming: one for kids, one for oh, okay. everything else. Yeah, I don't know. It's, and the the other question is they like, just bought Fox. Well, the other question is, 
all this Fox stuff that Disney would never make, are they going to put it on their streamers? Like, that is not Disney friendly. Mm-hmm. Are they going to put it on their service? Unless the adult one's going to be okay and... Well, you know what I mean, though. It's yeah, like, no, I know. D- what you mean. Nothing used to ever say Disney on it. Like it didn't have a G rating. Exactly that right. That used to be the rule. That I used thought. to be the rule. Yeah. yeah. And now, so maybe maybe it'll be the Disney service will just be the kids one, and then the maybe the other service will be called Buena Vista or yeah. or something else. That's what I heard was originally why they made Buena Vista so they could have right. Yeah. And then they had all those other offshoots of that right mm-hmm. or whatever but um mm-hmm. yeah that's funny um yeah I, I, I hadn't, but that's weird about star wars yeah yeah so i don't know what they name it they, they, they were naming them they were naming them all huckleberry huckleberry that was star wars was huckleberry so somebody somebody tried to tell me the other day that they were naming all of them like Greek gods or something. Hmm. They were like one was Thor and one was Zeus and one. <laughs> and I was like, oh well, we didn't have a. There was no. There Did was no code name. There was no code name on this show. And they're like, no, no, there was. I'm sure there was. And I'm like, no, no, no. You would have known. It would have been on the call sheets. I. And they're like, no, no. I'm like, dude. He's like, no, they're all named that. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> he was pretty hardcore about. It. I think he's like a big apple guy i oh, don't really okay. know doesn't work in the business no it works in the business oh really yeah mm-hmm. but um some people hear something and then they declare it to be true mm. no matter what else they hear i don't know um fake news fake news yeah. <laughs> that's what abraham lincoln said about the internet anyway <laughs> good point good point <laughs> <laughs> he also said um I, I always love that meme um what's it say um, 90% of the quotes on Facebook are false, mm-hmm. including this one. Yeah. Like Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, um, we, you mentioned Avatar before, or mm-hmm. I mentioned it, or one of us mm-hmm. did. Um, what were, you, were you working with Dave, or were you doing live? Like what? Yeah, uh, motion capture. Oh, so you were doing a lot of the reference stuff. Yeah, just the reference stuff. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So did, was, did, you work, did you work with Tammy? Yeah, she came in a couple times. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just. Or no, I only saw her once. That's right, Uh, last week actually. Oh, really? Or two weeks ago, whatever I did. Is that over now? It's been over since October, I think. (laughs) But they keep adding scenes and getting called. So gotcha. Yeah. So it's all like pickups. Yeah, they've cut stuff together, and now they're doing some specific things they need or want. So okay. So I get to talk to Dave a lot, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, he's That's such a guy. nice guy, yeah, and talented guy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's cool. Do you think they're going to be as big a hit as the first one? Yeah, I think so. They probably least, will, huh? At least the first one will. I mean, it's a story. I mean, we, we don't know the story because I think Dave's the only one who got to read a script. So the uh, I don't so know, you what don't it's know about. what's going on. I have on. no idea what it's about. Right. So that's which funny. But uh, I didn't realize he got to read a script. Well, he had to turning in his keys and his phone and they locked him in a room and oh, yeah, right. when he was done they get the right. cavity search him and then they gave him a <laughs> they gave him an hour and a half hour and a half window or whatever to yeah. read it and he came out and did it so he knew he knows that's what's how going he did on. it nobody that's else, funny yeah, yeah nobody that's else really does good. he told all of it to me mm-hmm. i recorded it all i just mm-hmm. didn't release it no i'm just kidding he didn't want jim cameron <laughs> to come down in a helicopter and no was, <laughs> that's what i tell everybody <laughs> um 
Well, those are those are giant movies. Do they pay you well for reference? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't need numbers. It's union. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's nice. It's a... That's a bitch of a, a and it's weird. It's like the opposite. It, it's yeah. It's opposite of um, doing TV. You know where it's like okay, let's go, let's go. It's like right. It's like no, let's hold up. And wait, nobody ever worries on. about. I've never heard we gotta go. Right. It's just like Jim ready. Okay. Yeah, let's a first AD's favorite favorite phrase on a TV show. Yeah. We gotta go. Gotta go. Ugh. You didn't think that this morning. Hang on, the, the lens fell on the ground. I know, but we gotta go. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I started doing that with, uh, what did I have on, when I'm on the rig? You know, we gotta go, and they'll, I've had, oh, I know, I, I think it was recently, is that YouTube thing, is literally they rolled and they said action, and the rig is sitting on the stand. Mm-hmm. I didn't even, I mean, at that point I go, I usually work really fast, but if I'm you know, doing something and you're not ready, they can say set and AD yelled set. I always yell set. AD yelled set and they're like, Well, what's the camera looking at? <laughs> it's like Oh my God. The camera's gotta be up, guys. We haven't done anything. <laughs> I don't even so, think we I don't even think we rolled or slated. Right. And AD just said, Okay, set. Yeah, that's the worst when a lot of times they're asking if you're set, but the director thinks they're saying set. Mm-hmm. They're like set Mm-hmm. And then and then they go action and you're like no dude stop I'll say it I know mm-hmm. to say it you don't have to ask usually all you got to do is leave it on the stand once and let them do it right or or what I've done too before is when they have a tendency to go set or action right in the middle when the actor's talking set <laughs> do oh. that. just do that once oh wait wait for the action they start talking then you say set. I've done that before yeah and then they're oh okay we gotta wait because they just you know I've done it going def- down the ski hill all I, the time right I've done it definitely after action mm-hmm. many times action all right set mm-hmm. and and especially when you're in the rig mm-hmm. um, they can tell you're not set like what <laughs> they're not you know. you've got it on your shoulder or you're walking whoa <laughs> breaking your stuff yeah don't, the don't black blinders are on yeah ADs. I know I know it's uh mm-hmm. it, yeah and they're under a lot of pressure all yeah, the time. Yeah, I understand. I, That's tough. I get it, but she's... <laughs> Just look. It's a little much sometimes. Yeah. You're, you're never waiting for us, so... That's a great point. You don't have, you're never waiting for it's us, It's like so. once a week where we say, hang on, I need 10 seconds. Yeah. And then you take five seconds and you're ready. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's so... Yeah. Acting like they're waiting on us all the time. I think in some ways ADs think of... Like us as like grip electric camera because mm-hmm. of course we're always waiting on electric and grip because they have a lot tons of, of shit to do, to do. <laughs> i mean mm-hmm. so they're hanging lights and blah blah mm-hmm. blah and whatever so okay but i think they think of us in the same category mm-hmm. as if they're waiting on us mm-hmm. when they're not when right. our camera's been set up for 20 minutes we're just waiting because they decided they didn't like that backlight so they're putting they're doing this now or whatever it is actors on a phone call <laughs> Yeah, or whatever. I just think mm-hmm. they put us in the same category because we're in the midst of the action mm-hmm. I, in their head. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Well, it used to be, I'm sure you've had this on uh, low-budget films. You show up, and they're like, how long till you're ready? Well, since I'm using the camera that you're using right now, <laughs> it could be a bit. But, you know, it's like me saying, hey, I'll be ready in two minutes. Is that? It's not going to be real. You know, they... 
it's like the only thing they have to go by, which is which is true no matter what. It's like, right? You guys ready? Yeah. Right. Nothing else is ready. <laughs> you know. Right. But we're ready. Yeah. How long? How long? How long? How long? We're ready. Okay, great. It'll be like twenty five for. Mm-hmm. Then why are you bugging me? Getting actors from waiting for actor. The actors are in a van. And you tell them I'll be I'll be fifteen, mm-hmm. and then seven minutes later they send a PO, PA over. Mm-hmm. Hey, how long? Fifteen minutes isn't over yet. Yeah. Shoe. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I don't say shoe, but you know what yeah, I mean. It's like, yeah. come on, why? Why? Have you ever had to tell them I've done this before? Okay. Every time you, every time you come over and ask me, I'm gonna, it slows I'm me gonna down. take ten, ten more minutes. Right. Right. Then they leave you alone. Yeah, that's like when I was at PA and I'd be, I'd, ha- I'd have had to run to wherever to to somebody's truck to grab the props that they left on the truck. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I'm a mile away, and now I'm carrying them back, both hands, huffing and puffing, and they're calling on the radio. Brad, where are you? Brad, why aren't you answering? Brad, why are you? So you have to stop, put all the shit down, get the radio. Uh, this before we all had earpieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, grab the thing. I'm carrying the stuff. Every time you call me, I have to put it all down. It takes longer. Okay, I'll call you in a minute and see where you are. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Just keep waiting. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, people. I don't know. It's people in this business it's aren't the, always thinking. It's the it's come into the instant instant filmmaking. Yeah, at some point. Yeah, some of it is for show. Mm-hmm. I think there's definitely with first ads. Oh yeah, a good yeah. amount of it is for show. Come mm-hmm. on, we gotta go. Come on, we gotta go. They don't really care. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just doing it so the producer hears them. Mm-hmm. But it's driving all of us. Yeah, semi insane. Gotta go. <laughs> but. Um, now, I want to ask you about a couple of other movies you did. Suicide Kings, you mentioned before. Mm-hmm. How cool was it with Christopher Walken? Oh, yeah, he's. he's I've never cool. worked with him. No, he's cool. It, it's funny. He's he's unique. He's unique. First, I think it was the first day we were shooting, and he's very very picky on his uh, rehearsals. Okay. He wants to do them really, you know, wants to do a good rehearsal and everybody be quiet and stuff. And he's like, "That guy, who is that fucking guy in my eyeline?" Uh, that's a dolly grip, sir. Can he move? Uh, you know, so he'd start putting up plaques and you know uh-huh. block things out. But he would he would nail stuff, and you know, and he was he was right. really good. Yeah, I uh, that's really cool. Yeah. He's just such an icon. Yeah. <clears throat> How tall is he? Right, five ten, five eleven. Yeah, I think. like average height. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see that video, that music video he did? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was where he's it, dancing. Oh, what was the name of the band? I love the. I love those guys. Was it the Chemical Brothers? No, the one I, I think I was thinking was like a big band sound one they did, but I could be What's way it? wrong. <laughs> um, it kind it, it kind of is, but it's it's a song with with no lyrics. Hmm. Um, did he always dance? He even danced in our movie, yeah, in the toilet. Did he? <laughs> danced in there before he killed the guy. But uh, <laughs> right, and I haven't seen that movie in a long time. He was the mobster that mm-hmm. they kidnapped, right? They kidnapped, yeah. Right, the young guys. Mm-hmm. What happened in the end? Well, it's interesting because we shot three endings. The, oh, really? The ending that the studio wanted was the happy ending that what was that what's a happy they, ending they in just, that movie you know he just christopher walken noticed the girl he's like yeah she's beautiful no wonder you did all this for you and they walked away him and dennis leary walked away 
and the real end the ending they ended up using was the one where you know they kill him right you just hear gunshots and big helicopter shot over the boat it's the real ending nobody wanted that ending because that wasn't happy and you know right what's the third ending i forget what the third ending one was something weird it's it's on the dvd they showed the different endings we shot i don't remember what they they edited it Mm. And didn't let you know. I don't remember. I thought there was a third. Maybe it was only the two. Oh, okay. A long time ago. Who else? It was Dennis Leary. Walking. Dennis Leary. Uh, Jay Moore. Oh, yes. Jay Moore, right. Um, Who I love. I think is yeah. really underappreciated. Him and Christopher Walken would sit and do dueling walk-ins. Oh, my God. Of course. That was so funny. What year was this? Early 2000s? 95 or something. Oh, that, like that. long ago? Yeah. Mm. I don't think my son was born yet, so he was... Uh, was Where'd that shoot here? Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. All over uh, that big mansion in Adams on Adams Street. I don't know if you ever shot there. Mm-mm. Maybe somebody bought it and read it. Huge mansion down in South L.A., hmm. just off the 10 on Adams Street. And oh, okay. Big, giant, but it was really in disarray. Oh, bad shape, yeah. Bad shape, and they cleaned it up what they could. We couldn't even go upstairs. We did shoot upstairs finally, but because it was sort of... You know, I, mean, I think they were trying to sell it for $2 million, but, I mean, probably now, the way downtown's gone, it's probably somebody bought it, fixed it up, because it was a big piece of property and a big, giant right. house. That was good. That huh. was neat. You shot most of the movie in there? Yeah. Yeah. Most of it. Huh. Cool. What oh. about next Friday? Oh, next Is next Friday. Friday down the same neighborhood? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I'm trying to remember. I never saw that one. Out. I saw the first one. Yeah, that was fun. That was, was funny. It? Yeah, the it was uh, Mike Epps played his cousin, um, Ice Cube's cousin, and uh, uh-huh. it was his first movie. You know, he's a stand-up comic, and he just a lot of that stuff's ad lib. Right. Ice Cube would be sitting <laughs> just laughing. Right, 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 he'd be, right, right. He'd just come out and he'd do something like the, there's a whole scene where he got his shirt on backwards or his underwear on backwards and. You know, and he just kept going. See what you made me do? I'm all messed up. <laughs> just right. going crazy. It was pretty funny. It was funny because Mike Epps didn't know how to drive, and part of the scene, part of the thing is he bought this BMW, and of course the BMW they rented was a stick, so they had to try to teach him to drive a stick while he was there. He's from New York, you know. He, yeah. Uh, that was interesting. They spent hours and hours. I don't know. If they ended up getting. Like on the day they well no it was they they let him work in the neighborhood yeah days before but no, still okay. it's not you know if you knew how to drive and then you were just trying to teach a stick that would be one thing but mm-hmm. you know okay we're gonna teach you everything about driving well that's the way everybody used to learn how to drive yeah that's true right mm-hmm. um yeah because now they barely make sticks yeah I know that's it's hard to was find a one millennial. Uh, Millennial uh, car theft deterrent. This <laughs> is a stick. Exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, saw yeah. somebody had that on the back of their car. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I remember. I used to drive a... We had a boat that we shared with my dad and another family. They lived on a lake. We They owned the boat. So we used to go over there. And I would have to tow it somewhere, like to the shop to get if it needed a little repair work or whatever it was. And I, they had a little Toyota. Do you remember the little Toyota? Um, it was like a pup or something. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a little Toyota truck. But it was stick, and I used to pull that 
I used to have to get out of the water and then um, and then pull it to the place with the stick. I was on. Mm-hmm. I was an okay driver. It, you're really <laughs> good doing that, pulling the boats. Oh yeah. Uh, the thing, well, I've done it, but not a lot, is backing mm-hmm. backing boats, backing trailers up in general is super counterintuitive, mm-hmm. and we've done a little of it if we if you did the, oh, did we do it in the safety classes? I don't, I don't think, think we I had did. to back up a trailer, we just no. had to back up a condor. Right, yeah. And scissor lift. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's a weird one, and like, especially on little thin boat ramps, you're mm-hmm. trying to, you know... Um, Usually a dock on one side and a car on the other if you're big ones and you got to... A lot of times. Or it's trenched out on the sides of the concrete. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if a wheel goes over, it's it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen so many mishaps, and um, at the especially at the uh, at the public boat ramp. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. these pe- They'd have the brand new shiny boat, brand new shiny truck, and they turn around. They can't even get it close to there. They mm-hmm. try 40 times, and mm-hmm. people behind them are just like, my Way. God, man. Well, and then there's pressure to do it fast. I yeah, shot, that, that I on shot top boat of commercials for 16 years out of Michigan, and, uh, you know, it, it, we would pull the boats out. We'd have PAs that would pull the boats out. We'd throw one in. You know, there's all the footage for Four Winds boats and okay. just all their commercial footage and everything and we had it down you know we'd shoot at this lake that's right you know more people own boats in michigan than any other state in the country Eleven thousand lakes right and uh so we got so all of us could tow a boat and back it in and Mm -hmm. you know just got really good at it because we'd we'd call on the radio and like yeah let's bring in the, the 180 horizon we want you know hurry up before the sun goes down we can get couple shots and those guys would whip it in and you know right yeah. haul them back and stuff so i was doing a movie up in alaska and uh you know with a low budget you know nobody and somebody couldn't back had a suburban they couldn't back the the um generator in there they'd rented a generator just from a rental place uh-huh. so i said ah, get it. i jumped in there and pulled it right in they're like wow that's pretty good it's like you know i spend all summer for the last 16 years putting in boats yeah pull them in pull them out pull them in pull them out you know right tons of them a day <coughs> so you were so you were doing movies and stuff even while you were still in michigan mm-hmm. uh, no i i moved here but then i would go back for years and okay. it was sort of what we called a boat camp so i would go back to michigan and shoot boat commercials because it was a lot of fun you'd all stay in this these cabins right on the water and mm. basically get up at eight in the morning and it stays light there till 10 11 at night and you just oh, really? shoot boats all day Jeez, yeah. for how many days yeah a few weeks three a few or four weeks. weeks yeah shoot every day for a few weeks yeah Jeez, it's big commercials yeah well it was all their footage and they'd get them going but it was it was you know it was fun you're on a boat all day and we right. had it down we had it uh had her boat all decked out. And a lot of the same people cool. all the time. And yeah, yeah. So that was cool. Well, that's good. That's fun. All right. Well, um, one more one more movie, Righteous Kill. Oh, I just did pickups on that. Oh, you did? That's, a, that's an IMDb thing where I couldn't figure out how to put reshoots. So. Gotcha. So that was cool, though. The first shot I did was the Nero, like that tight. It was on Choker. Film. Yeah. It was on there and just like. Roy Wagner was a DP, and I went, come here, look at this. He was like, that's fucking cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I just met, well, I kind of met, I did, we met, but um, mm-hmm. we didn't really speak. I just met him at um, NAB. He had, his, he had his dog. Oh, he's got his dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's cool. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, De Niro, Pacino, mm-hmm. and to make the trio perfect, 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think 50 Cent wasn't there when I was there. Oh, really? For the reshoot, but Al Pacino was there, leaning up against a... Uh, that was like the set. We shot a bunch down. They shot in Louisiana, and then we did reshoots here. Okay. Help the channels coming. Danny, Danny, what have I done with my life? I don't. I'm just uh, going nowhere. I'm like. Pacino, when you're worried about your career choices, it was just funny. He was just. Oh, tired. he's talking to you. He's talking to me, Danny. Why are you? Oh. And then he was like, Danny, isn't that heavy? I did a steady cam shot, and yeah, well, I'm okay. Al, thanks. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? <laughs> that's funny. funny. Just cracking jokes. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That how cool. how was De Niro? He was pretty cool. He was quiet. You know, he's serious, but he was quiet. And he was, you know. I've always heard good things. Yeah, there was. A... I've heard he's kind of a. I've heard he's very serious, but mm-hmm. he's also like a crew guy. Mm. Yeah, he was like if he if 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 anybody's going out for drinks mm. and he's going to go, he'll go with the crew, not with the. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's the way I've heard it. I knew Teamsters could, could be. Yeah, definitely. I knew one Teamster who knew him, or no, he was a grip who knew him pretty well from mm. New York, um, who. Used to say, yeah, he'll, he'll hang out with the crew, you know. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a down-to-earth kind of guy. Yeah. Which is how he seems. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't, you know, and of course it's all, yeah, Robert Nero's coming in, you know, all the ADs go crazy and right. don't look at him in the eye and don't. Really? No, they didn't say that. But, oh. you know, they were all like, okay, and he's coming in. And so right. basically came into this stuff. and Yeah, sometimes they really overdo it. Mm-hmm. Um, that That Apple show. Mm-hmm. Um, Octavia Spencer's in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they were, we were doing our first scenes on second unit, our first scenes with her. <clears throat> and they're like, okay, no one can be anywhere near her eye line, blah, blah, blah. Like, and they're being like super hardcore about all this stuff. And so I was like, okay. So I knew where her eye line was going to be. We we're doing a little dolly move. <clears throat> so I had the dolly grip flip the dolly. Because he would have been standing in her eye line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I had him flip the dolly. Makes the shot harder on everybody, me and him. Um, but they were such, they were like so over the top about it. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I, we better do this so it's not an sure, issue. Sure, um, So anyway, uh, uh, she comes in and she's like, hey, hey, everybody. Nice to see you. She's like, oh, I haven't met you. I'm Brad. Oh, how you doing, Brad? Nice to meet you. Like, meeting everybody. Mm-hmm. Super friendly. And she's like, just so, just so everybody knows, since it's my first time here, I'm I'm a little weird about people on my eye line. So if I ask you to... She's like, anybody working, I'm fine with. But, like, people standing watching it, it bothers me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you mean, like, every actor, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know. And, but mm-hmm. she was just saying that. And, and I was like, that it's all very reasonable. So come to find out it would have been fine if i had left my dollar right, right there. Right. the 80s just overdid it and like mm-hmm. she was so nice and the way they were talking before she came in i was like oh my god who is this going to be bad yeah she's going to walk off set be all pissed off that you guys are in her or something or, what, or whatever you know? not even just that just in a general sense yeah. the way they were talking i was like mm-hmm. my god and then she couldn't have been nicer she mm-hmm. was lovely and you know and i don't know they're just overdoing their worry sometimes about that stuff yeah. i guess <clears throat> but i think it's pretty universal most actor actors sure. don't want somebody in their eye line i don't blame them somebody standing here right doing? i don't blame them i don't right. want them in my eye line 
Right. <laughs> totally true, yeah. yeah I, actually, it drives me crazy when you're doing a shot and you get past the extras or you stop before, and they know they're not in and they're staring right at you or like oh, really? trying to look at your monitor. Oh. Drives me nuts. I, haven't, I, haven't, I don't think I've had that. Background? I probably haven't paid attention. <laughs> yeah, you may just... They... It's, the newer ones are so interested in what's going oh, on. Oh, yeah. And if they haven't seen Steadicam yet. Yeah. Like... And a lot of them are new background people now. Yeah. It's like they've... They moved to L.A. and that's... <laughs> what was that? Um, Eva Longoria was one of our executive producers on the Grand Hotel I just did. She walked in one day and went, what's up with these background? Is that just not looking good i'm like well might be budget i don't know but yeah they had some issues with central casting really sure yeah they sent some people that were just not right for weird one girl ran off i can't do this and they're just doing background and really yeah it was interesting that's weird yeah um she directed some of that too huh Mm -hmm. did the the third episode they did a pilot in miami and then we did she did the third episode cool she's great She's yeah. fabulous. She's funny. You'd think that she was, the makeup people would be doing last looks. She's like, get out of there. She looks beautiful. She said, get out of there. Right, 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 <laughs> you'd right. You'd think, right. like, Evil Longoria, you'd think you would be, nope, you guys look great. Get out of there. She knew what she was doing. She was pregnant breastfeeding. Oh, really? And directing. Wow. Good for her. She's she's a, she's a maniac. She's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've talked about her before. She's she's very intelligent. Oh, she knows what's and she knew what she needed too as a director. She was just like, no, I, I won't need that. I'm not going to cut to this. We're going to let's go over here. Okay, great, good for her. Yeah, because awesome. a lot of actors. So lucky for her, she's a producer on it too. Because mm-hmm. a lot of actors, when they get their chance to direct, they're they're really just parroting what the writer or the producer is mm-hmm. telling them. Right, mm-hmm. that happens sometimes and. <clears throat> Because they want their shot, and then right. they just control them, and then they just shoot everything, mm-hmm. like way too much stuff, and mm-hmm. that's that's never good. Yeah. Um, no, she was she shot what she needed and knew what she didn't need, and was just on the ball. It was great. She was awesome. That's cool. Well, good. Yeah. Well, we've been talking for a while. Yeah. I think this is over. Did you see anything about Steady Camp? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> too much of the business to worry about that. I know. That's what... Uh, Not too much That's Steadicam. what Garrett was here for. But how long have you... Actually, I should have asked you how long you've been doing Steadicam. I went camp. to the workshop in 1984. Really? Yeah. And when did you buy a rig? Probably 87, 88. Cool. Yeah. And we when did you really start making money with it? <laughs> right away? Uh, Next year, maybe? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I did okay. I mean, in Michigan, it was... In the 80s, it was new, you know, and there wasn't yeah, anybody, yeah. it wasn't even anybody using it. It was, just, yeah, nobody was really using it because they wouldn't spend the money and they didn't know what it was for and how to use the tool. Right. In West Michigan, especially. Uh-huh. There's a couple guys in Detroit doing it. Um, and, uh, but it was pretty limited. And if, if there wasn't a movie coming into town or something, mm-hmm. which there never was for me, but, you know, the guys didn't get a chance. And, and at least in my, case everybody they would always bring you know ted churchill in to, right you know or garrett and they would just bring him in remember larry mcconkey did a movie in um michigan mm-hmm. um rosary murders i think back when he was just starting but they brought larry in mm-hmm. you know they would just that's what they did so now you know there's steady cam on every corner yeah you know i know a couple of crips that have one i know a couple 
medics that have one. <laughs> guys. Mm-hmm. So it's not as big a deal anymore. No, it's definitely not as big a deal. It's uh, it's been it's a little diluted. Mm-hmm. The market, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the way it goes, kind of. It's if there's but, money involved, it's gonna you know. And once they started making the the, the prices come down. Well, and there are a lot of used yeah. rigs out there always. Yeah. So um, there's that, and then mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, just just how business goes, you know. Yeah. It's just the way it goes. And, and you know, right now it seems to be where they're, at least I've been lucky the last few shows, getting hired on experience, you know, not right. know, people knowing. It's just, yeah, it's just that's good experience. So it's been the rare first kind of times I've, you know, the DP didn't even, the last two DPs didn't even know where they got my name. It was one of the producers knew me from another show or something like that. Uh, so that was kind of cool. I was like, oh, great. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Well, now there's so many shows mm-hmm. that they all need people, so mm-hmm. you can ask for more money. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway. Okay, so we talked about Steadicam. There we go. We're done. <laughs> Game over. That's it. But thanks for coming in, Dan. Hey, I tell you, you what. I, well, I was telling you before, I don't know if this guy recorded that, you know, you're my Tuesday. I have to listen to Walking Backwards on Tuesday. It's great. <laughs> and, and you know what? It's funny is that Jim Bartell yeah. was one of the – I was one of his IM – dbs or whatever they are the little battery his first product i still have a couple i found it in my garage the other day and uh in fact icbm icbm i'm mm-hmm. sorry yeah and uh you know jim's a great guy i haven't talked to him in years and uh you know i'm hearing garrett and some of those other uh people that you've had on have been fabulous the, some of their stories because i've never, you know i didn't we haven't heard some of those yeah yeah a lot of people tell me they love the the Jim Bartel episode. Yeah, he was so that's but, always cool. Yeah, and he, well, he had some definitely behind the scenes stuff that we, you know, yeah, not that I would know or should know, but I just remember some of that. You know, I was like, what's going on and what's happening, and then when he went off on his own, right. so it was it was fun to hear about his whole yeah his whole story and stuff like that's you know it's all part of Steadicam. Yeah. And uh, but the directors and DPs you have that's all interesting also. Oh, good! I'm glad we don't you like it. we don't get to hear some of that stuff sometimes, you know. Yeah, I'm trying to have more and more um, people on. Um, yeah, just more, just different parts different. of the business, yeah, you know. Um, I'm trying to get my makeup friend to come on, um, actor buddy, mm-hmm. you know, the, these types of people, and. <clears throat> um, because they, you know, we all have a different perspective on the business, but we're all, you know, we all, we're all in it. Yeah. You know? Well, I always laugh because it's, you know, we all worry about our own little rice bowl and, yeah. you know, and somebody else is like, no, what you don't realize is this is happening. And so the DP's going crazy because the sun's going down and you're worried about, you know. Right. I'm worried about leveling the picture behind the, <laughs> behind the actor. And it's like, no, everybody has their own thing they're worried about. And, yeah, 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 yeah. You know. I think I've told the story about the sun going down and, and doing us doing this on j-lo mm-hmm. a choker and like during her first line her hair flopped down and was hanging on her forehead and after that take the director was like oh that was great jen she goes yeah i like that one and he's like great moving and i was like hold up <laughs> hold up rob and i said she her hair flipped down blah 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 
And the DP just started getting angry, I could tell. And Rob's like, oh, okay, well, should we watch it? No, Brad said it's no good. Let's just do another one. So we do another one. And then after we did that other one, which they liked as well, Mm -hmm. the DP came over and screamed at me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, I just saved them a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to roto that out and post. I don't care that you had to turn the light a little more on her this big deal you already had a light going faking the sun like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like, oh yeah definitely it's do you want me to do you want me to be here or do you just want me to robotic and just mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. he was he was very green i, I oh know. okay anyway um yeah let's I mean, he wasn't green. It was just for him. That was like a big movie. That was his focused and somebody else focused. I guess and they so. All, and the hair and I makeup. I guess so. Look, everybody. I didn't care. Yeah, they could have used take one or two. I could, I, you know, it's, I didn't know why they. It's liked. a mouse click, one way or the other. We use the one you like. They I didn't have know. Both. I didn't know. No, but they had three, oh, and okay, they yeah. they were like, "That's the one," because they were not happy with the first two. I mm-hmm. don't know why. Whatever, oh, okay, yeah. that's fine. But if that's the one you want to use, if that was like, eh. You know, I like two better. I wouldn't have even said anything. Mm-hmm. But they're like, that's a one more you like they were sure of it. And then I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, by the way, you you guys are all at monitors, bigger monitors than I have, mm-hmm. and you can see the hair. It yeah. wasn't one hair. It was like a little tuft of hair flopped down. Right. And I'm like, dude, they spent five minutes like Mm-hmm. Hair sprang it up before the take, and it didn't work, and mm-hmm. it flopped down. If they wanted it flopped down, they would have, you know what I mean? Like, oh, sure. Anyway. Well, that's the other new thing that, you know, the whole, I feel sorry for the assistants. They have that whole glam monitor setup. I mean, that's a big deal. You know, three monitors over for the hair and makeup, and uh-huh. then it's empty, and then you're going, hey, uh, can you find hair and makeup? Come over here. That's Right, <laughs> right. I don't think this is right. Yeah. yeah, and I hate to dog them, but they're all on their phone over there. <laughs> we well, know the best one I worked with on the show I did in Georgia. They had that little wireless thing. I think Teradek made it used to make a little Wi-Fi. Uh, okay, uh, and I think they wanted it to be video assist, but it was too much of a delay. But they could sit over there on their phones or their anywhere they wanted to, or on their iPad and watch the shot. And that seemed to work pretty good. They were all jumping in there. But oh, really? Yeah. Teradek made something like that. Yeah, I forget. It's like the cube or something. Oh, cool. Somebody can, but uh, I thought that was pretty cool because then you didn't have to sit at the monitor. You can go do whatever you want, be on your phone, watch, and right. keep an eye on it. But yeah, keep an eye on it, guys. It's we used to have that on Masters of Sex and get really frustrated with the hair or makeup, and they wanted an Emmy for that. And we're like, you guys aren't watching this. Oh, really? Yeah, because there were a lot of wigs and stuff. Oh, right, so, right. Yeah, the minor part, like. I think a lot of them, the onset, they feel like it's their break time mm-hmm. when they're rolling. When we're yeah. rolling, they're mm-hmm. on break, and they kind of are, but they also just need to do touch-ups, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, it bothers me sometimes when I'm like, "Hey, yeah, there's there's a weird hair thing happening," mm-hmm. and then they come over and they make a big deal of it, and I'm just trying to be like, "Hey, just go." Just go have a look, you know. Like, is this okay? I'm not trying to make a big deal to the director. And then they're like, Brad, is this Brad? What did you see? And then they're then they're like, Brad. And then the ad's like, Brad, why are you holding? What's going on? And I'm like, oh. yeah. I just wanted them to do like that. Yeah, there was a just push the thing down a little bit in the back, right? Exactly. It's like 
it wasn't that big a and deal. It, but they you turn have to, just right in the backlight, and it hits, and it's sticking right, up. Right, and, and it sticks up a little funny, and you it's, only see it in that it's angle. not a big deal. It will take you w- literally one second. Just push it down. But it's not my job. That's mm-hmm. why I'm letting you know, hey, just go have a look. Knock yeah. that thing down. Yeah. Or they're a tiny bit shiny. Just go tap on, you know what I mean? Like yeah. minor stuff. Yeah. But then they make a big hoopla out of mm-hmm. it, and it's like... Yeah, that can be a yeah. little frustrating because I'm not trying to draw attention to it no. as if they screwed up. Right. I'm just trying to say, hey, you know. Right. You're not going to be happy with it when somebody right. calls down. Just have a look. It. If you like the level of shininess they yeah. are right now, do you like the sweat running down them? Mm-hmm. Then I'm good with that. Yeah. As long as you're good it's with a choice it. and you pick. Right. Right. Yeah. Not my job. I'm just, I'm doing you a favor. Mm-hmm. You Point could be out. watching the monitor. But you're not okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just trying to be a team player here. Like, yeah. Don't call me out for like. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I did a, I did a nip tuck once because they all these really fancy. They'd all wear these really, um, brand new, you know, styles and stuff. Oh, okay. And I'm not very stylish, so <laughs> I was on there. I'm like, Phil, there's a there's a little tag on the back of his jacket. Oh, right. Like, no, no, that's part of the style. <laughs> Oh really? And it was. It was a style thing, and there was like a little tag in the back or something. And weird. It okay. looked weird, but I was like, you know, I don't know. I just pointed out to you. She was okay with it, but she was right, like, that's right, the right, style. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> so then you start going, "Is this okay? Is it okay?" Right. Yeah. That's that's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, little stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It, it is weird, and it, for all of them, it's like the first time they've ever worn those clothes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, so it's all. It's all weird for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> the whole moray thing now. Spend all this time bringing out, like, your shirt, you know, on certain cameras and certain mores, and they've been having problems with it. And the last couple haven't been too bad, but... Which cameras have you been having? The Alexa we had to bring out. But they were really? doing these little, uh, just little subtle, you know, they'd have, like, some mesh or something, and all of a sudden you bring uh, it out yeah, and yeah. start to moray and be like, oh, yeah. Man. So we'd start... Your shirt would do it like time. crazy, the yeah. way you're wearing <laughs> Yeah. Got that shine to it. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I was like, okay, shoot this. Let's see if it does it. Oh, that's weird. You do that a lot. Hmm. And and like I said, it's little things, you know, like piecing, you know. Right, yeah. Breast that's just lace, and all of a sudden it just goes crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. They used to just not dress people like that. Yeah. But now, I think with digital, it makes it worse too. I don't know why, but I'm sure tape's always been bad. It's always been about yeah. videotape, not about film. I wonder because it's scanning or something. So it has to do with that. Has have to, to be do right? with something like that. Well, although there's no scan in 24. I don't know what. Yeah, why well, had a I had a dit explain to me because I was always like, why back in the days of back focused issues when we started doing some of the first high def stuff, uh-huh. and, you know, always back focus and. And I said, well, what's the deal? And he goes, well, film, you know, has goes through and it moves. So you've got, you know, m- millimeters of of play. Mm-hmm. He goes, the optical block's rigid. Mm-hmm. So there's no, you have no variance for the focus. So when it, and what would happen was, is it would, it, it, mostly I, I remember it would warm up on set. Mm-hmm. You know, it would just move. I remember that time when and, they would have to like reset it at lunch. Yeah. Like they would check it at lunch again and oh man. That assistant could do it on the fly because he knew lenses and stuff and he could just get it to work and finish this 
right. take and do it because he, he knew what you know that knew the mechanics and knew what was going on but yeah that little knob that thing. little knob and he turned it's like the most inaccurate thing to mm-hmm. be doing this with it, that was sony crap yeah and he had <laughs> flashlight oh yeah things and all the different ways that every show was a different oh way yeah that light through the thing oh they yeah tried that for a while and yeah that's i don't miss those days me either and now it's no problem. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm sure somebody could explain it to us. Hmm. I remember taking a tour at Claremont, and Denny Claremont had bought a whole bunch of the F900s, and they were on the lathe being milled out because he was getting rid of the optical block and putting in stainless steel because they... That's right. I remember. And I remember seeing one, brand new $100,000 camera that I'm drilling. Right. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. No, I remember they did that because that stuff would flex and Mm -hmm. yeah. They're gone now. Yeah. All over at Keslo in the back, in the way. There's one of their cases. cases. I know when I heard that, I thought, should I go over there? But I've I've gotten rid of a bunch of cases and have you? I'm I got I'm pretty much packed down on my Steadicam. We don't have to you know have all that stuff that's my day playing setup know, right there isn't it nice now yeah i was fitting it in uh, chevy volt day nice. playing. i couldn't take my cart but i could take a a um you know just a roller stand and mm-hmm. if my cart uh, well i don't use a cart as you've probably heard but i i take that thing but mm-hmm. um i could i could put a cart in my wagon mm-hmm. uh, as long as it collapses. you know yeah yeah, this collapse and you know, like goes if no problem. with the wheels and you know the fold down seat on a Chevy Volt. But I also take my rig out of the out of the case and strap it into the front seat. Do you? I put the arm in the vest on the floor and <laughs> totally inappropriate. But no, I put my arm on the floor. Yeah, that way it won't fall. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, and the, my and my vest. Well, my vest normally. I just I have a wagon though. Strap so. my rig in and. Yeah, have plenty of room. So I mean, it's, it's nice. it. I I could do that, but it's like that blue case is my sled case, and if you have room, why bother? You know, it's just not that big a deal. Yeah, the arm and vest part. It's like I don't need an arm and vest case Mm-mm. on a day, unless day you're call. Tra- unless you're traveling. Yeah, so I got like which f- is what that. There's a giant one s- yeah. sitting over there. I got like four of those uh, Pelican cases sitting in my shed because that you don't use anymore. I don't use. Right. I'm sure if I travel, I'd be like, oh, I'm glad I have. You're these, more but. like me. Like, even when I, for a show, I don't take much more than that, if, yeah. even if I'm going on a show for a long time. I've got a, my one case is accessories. It has a backup monitor, more cables than I could ever use, mm-hmm. <laughs> and everything in it. It's got my the Garfield mount in it. It's, you know, it's like the accessory case, and it's all, it's kind of pretty stuffed. And I just bought one of those uh, over at Film Tools. They have the, the lid uh, holder. It has pockets on it to go on the lid. Mm. And so I started putting cables in there because it's, you know, you use the same cables all the time. Now. Right. And it's been like, oh, this is great. That's all I need, that one that one Pelican. Right. Is it 1650 or whatever it is? Yeah. And it's all I need. And and then when you tell the assistant, yeah, it's in the accessory case. It's the only big case I have, that and the Preston case. And that's all I have, and that's it. Do you even open the Preston case? Right. Never. Did I this last show? No, I just did when I, I day play. We did two steady cams on American Housewife. Uh-huh. I had to use it. I had to pull it out. Was Rich doing it still? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We did two steady cams. Cool. And uh, it was kind of fun. And so, um, but yeah, that's the you know, that's last first time in five, six, seven years I've pulled out my press. 
you know i think i, I think on reverie i pulled out the motors we had a whole hmm. setup that he could just pop it on the more the and more people cam. have that airy thing too I haven't seen that. WC yeah, W3 or something or four. Or, I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I've never seen The motors seen are it. light. The the um the MDR uh is tiny. Hmm. If you need, even need one, you don't really need one for I think minis. It's like built in. Oh wow! I think or something. Hmm. But it's anyway. It's they're great. Hmm. They're great. Yeah, I've, I've never seen one. All, usually, all the you know, all your assistants have their own Preston, so you don't want to. Yeah, or they rent twelve of them for yeah, on a show. I was on a show. They had like three extras. I was covering Baldwin. They had like I think they had three extra. He's like, oh, we got a few of them. I'm like, why? But anyway, I'm yeah, like, oh, okay, whatever. I bought an MDR two from an assistant who sold it really cheap. It was blue dot all set up, so I just leave that on my rig, and then they just change the channel and then come in and do it it's really nice oh so you do use it well this is a separate mdr my whole mdr i have a one okay because of you know preston one mdr one and i got a handset so it's, you just brought you i bought just bought that a two, two so that they can use their three handset that the assistant already has so they can switch over they don't have to do new marks or anything it's just click right 44 right. okay let's yeah go. well that's that's what's nice about the airy setup mm-hmm. they have um i've done shows where we we had the mini as a steadicam camera and then uh, an alexa Oh, okay yeah and they just get a couple extra motors put it on and they just again hit hit two buttons and they're I we're know, good to that's go nice they're all set to go it's great it's yeah. done you know so <clears throat> um yeah, unfortunately, with a Preston, you have to have two MDRs and to do that. Yeah, but, but it's nice having it. The assistants love it, and then like yeah, I said, I'll even pull out my motors. Like if we had, well, this last show, I just used my motors and the MDR, my MDR too, and that way because we had a mini full time on on the Steadicam, uh-huh. and just come over with his handset and we're ready to go. It's nice, cool good way to work. Yeah, that is good. That mm-hmm. is good. All right. Um, well, now we're done. Now we're done. Yeah. you're out of 20 minutes out of hard drive i'll be out of hard drive soon <laughs> <laughs> but thank you dan i oh, really you're appreciate welcome. you i'm glad to in. be here it's really nice to yeah, meet you it's nice to meet you too finally thanks again to dan for coming in he's such a nice guy and i really enjoyed our conversation i hope you liked it too um again with the patreon check me out patreon.com slash walking backwards and sign up if you want jump in see if you like it if not, that's all right, too. And thank you to Tiffin Steadicam and Walter Clausen FX for their support of the show. It is much appreciated. I'll be back next week with another new episode. Thanks for listening.